three, two. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our smiles. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro. You mind putting on some pants and find a little weird I have to ask twice? Do you want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? Are those sad tissues or happy tissues? like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamine. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down the more your block With the opening, bottom, the, sky the more I'm like It was sick for a long time And then I'm like, do I actually like Cowboy? Like, do I, do, am I starting to genuinely like this song? I get into it now every day when you play it. I'm, I'm like, all right, here we you, go. You, have you, you not you looked dance over every I day. love it. Every you day I get to the rhythm. I don't know what's going on. But anyways, uh, welcome in everybody. It's Monday, April 17th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Visit business.louisville.edu to see how the UofL College of Business can get you your MBA in just a year. And you can feel like you're being paid to do so in the process. Business.louisville.edu. Dot edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the United States of America. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with the Cowboy himself, Trevor Kelsey, who is, I just now noticed, you're wearing the Kraken t-shirt. Oh yeah, the champ's going down, baby. It starts tomorrow. We officially Where, have... You, what are you wearing? You're wearing some like just generic like, green yeah, sweatshirt? Yeah, a little LB hoodie, yeah. A little, little, little pea uh, soup colored green? Yeah, no, it was, it was, cold. It was too cold. cold cold this morning mm-hmm. you, you okay. do, and you don't have a long sleeve avalanche t-shirt i do i do but i, yeah, I i'm wearing what i was wearing this morning when i took my daughter to school i've not had uh, i have not changed yet so i just i didn't change the wardrobe but we do have kraken avalanche it's happening officially starting tomorrow night first round of the playoffs you're kraken second year in existence versus my avalanche did a complete turnaround Did you look at their record last year a complete switch from last year i think they were like 22 and 50 something last year another 50 and 22 they're hot right now they're they're that i mean they've let it they've released the kraken can you name one kraken player um yeah that canadian dude nailed it the white guy from canada that's who i was thinking of too <laughs> now you do have and we talked about this before the season started you do have our stanley cup winning goaltender from last year uh, Grubauer is a... Oh, Gru- that was a Grubauer. That was yeah, you, you nailed yeah, it. You, yeah. you got it. Yeah, perfect. But he became a Kraken before the start of the season. They didn't resign him. Because uh, he wanted to be a winner. Well, we'll see. We'll find out how that works. Little Gru's got revenge on his mind this week. But we will have Kraken versus Avalanche all week long. It should be a fun series. So now, if the Kraken beat the Avalanche, you will watch Shell Howe. No. 
If they win a series over the Avalanche, you still won't even watch it. No, I'm not, I don't want to watch Shallow Howl. You that you you have that lack of confidence. Well, in your what defense. do I get if the Avs win? What do you want? It's got to be something less significant than that. I mean, I would say, I would say here. you should just something I watched, but I've watched everything you've ever suggested, good or bad, Notting Hill. I'm surprised you hated Notting Hill so much. <laughs> Which, but but the guy that wrote it, I love the uh, Yesterday movie he wrote. I know it's. I, I thought it was a rom com. Right but then again, I don't like Four Weddings and a Funeral. He also wrote that too. Um, I don't like Four Weddings and a Funeral either. Um, I don't know. I have to think of something. I, mean, I think it's the Hugh Grant in me, and and, and I'm not big big, big on Julia Roberts. I think it's the, those two together in the movie is what kind of takes me away from it. We do we do need like a mayor's bet here. My team versus your. You know they have the generic mayor's bets where it's like oh yeah, hey, but like I don't know what's. Like we're both from the same city. We both like the same things, pretty much. I don't know. Well, we don't have the same food palates, but that's. I'm. I'd rather make you watch Shell Hal eat a meatloaf. So yeah, I don't know. I have to think of something for you. <laughs> I mean, I've got something for you. I just and mine only takes like an hour and a half. Won't take much time. Obviously, with your team eliminated, you won't have anything to watch anyway. Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we have plenty of non-avalanche cracking stuff to get to today. Uh, we've got uh, LL is finding a new home. It yeah. is interesting. It is not what I was expecting. It came kind of came out of nowhere this morning when, when <laughs> I got told like, "Hey, he's going here." I was like, "Okay." You may, you did you? Uh, it leaked last night though. I I didn't hear about it. Till okay, this morning. I was it was because I guess it was after midnight when I saw it on Twitter. Okay, I didn't know about oh, it till yeah. this morning. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, we got other transfer portal stuff going on. We'll have our updates there. We got some uh, reports from over the weekend as far as U of L football is going. We'll talk about the U of L baseball series against Wake Forest. And all that good stuff. But first and foremost, TK, how was the weekend? You're looking. I, I was worried because I did catch. I, I turned on KRC after I dropped Virginia off at school this morning, and I heard that you were on. I was I, it's been? I've been up since like ten till seven today. Did you not go back to sleep? No, I didn't. I had because I had a, had a uh, as you know on Friday I had a flat tire. Well, I didn't wake up on time Saturday to have it taken care of, oh. and they were closed on Sunday, so. Oh. Uh, I so I had to just do it today. So I set an appointment for like noon and thought, oh, that's no problem. You know, I'll just stay awake. You know, it is what it is. It's a Monday. We don't have a basketball game tonight. It's a short night. I can go home and fall asleep early tonight if I need to. And uh, thought, and you know, getting the tire fixed at noon. It's a tire. How long can it really take, right? You know, what's the worst? What, what's the worst that could happen? And uh, I honestly thought I wasn't going to make it here on the show on time. Like I left there at two, th- like right at two thirty. So you're running on fumes right now. I I don't know if I'm on fumes. I've had some Mellow Yellows in me. I've had some some Gatorade Zeros in me. About half more than a half pack of cigarettes in me. You know, I've been okay. up. So I always get excited when I hear you on Kerosene because I'm like, okay, this will be fun. I love hearing Trev interact with Scoots and, and TJ or Roush if he's on. Um, but then I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna be a walking zombie for my show. It's gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be terrible. And then I get home and I get all these alerts from people saying. They were finally having technical difficulties on they that did. show because you know this is this is a uniquely Mike Rutherford show thing over here at the Big X. We are the ones who tend to have all the technical difficulties here. We had a bad show. Was it last week when we had the like the forty five minute show because oh yeah yeah something terrible happened in Jeffersonville. And so I think we're finding the common denominator here. It's you wherever you go. Like Kersey never has issues, but you go on the show today, and all of a sudden. They're having all these issues. What's, What's going on? It's because because like, because TJ texted me last night and was like, "Yeah, do you mind?" You know, he's, I was like, "You can say no, but if it's like Roush is going to be out, would you like to come on tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I can get myself in the right mindset to, to pass that early at night." It was it was a really heavy movie weekend. I'll give you a list here in a minute. Can't wait. But uh, I was like, you know, and then of course I had to fall asleep. It was like two by two fifteen when I finally fell asleep because no matter what, I can try to make myself go to sleep, but still, you know. Plus, I didn't wake up to like four o'clock on Sunday as well. So, 
probably didn't help. But uh, so like 6.50, my, I, I'm kind of awake. Like, you know, the alarm's going off, admitting the snooze. I'm awake, but I'm not wanting to get out of bed just yet. I know I got a few more minutes. And the phone starts ringing at 6.50 and it scoots. And I'm like, dude, I've got like eight more minutes to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to answer this. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not answering this. And he called like on the fourth time he called straight back. I'm like, I picked up I'm like, dude, I've got like three more minutes of sleep until 7.50, 6.58 when I have to crawl in, to my computer and turn it on. What What is it? He's like, we're told me the, the computer had frozen. The log was frozen. It was like five in the morning. It was frozen at, and he couldn't get anything to work. So we had to reboot everything and. What's going on? I don't know. We we did get on the air late. Uh, I think we got on about ten after seven, maybe quarter after seven, roughly. And then I joined about uh, fifty more minutes later because at that point I was still in bed trying to get everything fixed, and then you know made my way to the computer in the other room of the house. So, uh, but you, it was you did still sound a little sleepy when I heard you on. Pro- well, I'm sure I was. I was half. Yeah, I was half asleep. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so, but it was, it was a bunch. I always, I always love coming on KRC in the morning. Uh, I really wish they were in more mid afternoon show would be, I'd join it probably more often. Probably don't want me to, it's technical difficulties that follow me, but, uh, I, I always love coming on there and talking, you know, they talked to little bat cats. They talked to some NBA playoffs. They tried to talk golf. That's when I started to fall back asleep. Uh, then, I heard you trying to weigh in on the Batcast conversation. That's what I heard too. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're like they gave away 27 free 37, passes. 37. 37. I was like, great input, Trev. I mean, hell, you get. I mean, that, that's Louisville giving away live ball turnovers. I heard you say. I heard you make that joke. That's that's not a joke. It's unfortunately the seriousness. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, two, that's you, our, that was our weekend series total this year for basketball for sure. Yeah, well, you can't do that. I mean, it's the Batcats are. Who's coaching him? Kenny Payne's cousin now? Yay. I mean, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you I mean, hey, you know, Louisville, Louisville unfortunately fell two out of three to Wake Forest, which I'm sure we'll bring up here yeah. later on the show. But it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah, was, as much as I could talk about the Batcats in UK and NBA playoffs, but it was a good show. One day we got to get you on there one day again. You have, you've been uh, you have been on it once before, correct? I have been on it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like listening to it. Those guys are great. Um, it's always a, a fun show to do. Yeah, we have not had we haven't had TJ or Roush on this show. Not with you. I've had Roush. Well, this is yeah, it's my show. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not not tomorrow won't be. It will uh, be. <laughs> but, oh, you talking about like when I'm not here? Oh yeah, when you're not here, Roush joined me one time. I thought uh, you meant like the afternoon slot, like before I got here. No, no, no. Okay, we, I've you. had Roush on here with with me when you were out, which I regret 100 percent because he did not make fun of Louisville the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and I guess rightfully so. It was during the basketball season. Yeah. But other than that, uh, it was it was kind of the, 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 this morning and, and of course this afternoon. Cherry on top of another great weekend. Good. Since I can get the tire done, I spent all day inside doing DoorDash and movies. At a boy. Uh, you know, I, you can already tell. I, you can already know one movie I watched on on Saturday. Shallow Hal. I did not rewatch Shallow Hal yet. I will, but I watched The Fugitive. Oh yeah, you told me it was on AMC. I let you know. I was like, hey, Fugitive's on. There's like two hours left in it. You know, it's Saturday night. I know, I know Rutherford and Mary are having like a kind of a, a, a couple's day. This is a perfect way to end their day, I'm sure. I'm going to text them and let them know. You never responded. We did not watch our fugitives. Well, that's because you're not a good husband. So, sorry. I <laughs> uh, didn't watch Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. If you've ever seen that. Have not. Uh, perfect 80s action uh, comedy with Gina Davis and Samuel Jackson. She's a, uh, a hit man who, loses, who gets amnesia and thinks she's a... Uh, just a regular school teacher until she gets it back. It's going on the list of Mike's movies to watch. Okay. Pure 90s. Speaking of pure 90s, I watched Twister. Okay. Love Twister. Who doesn't love Twister? 
uh, watched What Happened to Baby Jane. Okay. The from nineteen sixty two with uh, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, where she, interesting, you know, thrown uh, in there. Where Joan Crawford plays uh, Blanche uh, Blanche Hudson, she gets paralyzed, and her sister's failing star uh, abuses her, watches in the chair, and then kind of goes insane. It's why you in the chair, Blanche. You are in the chair. If <laughs> <laughs> you think of Seinfeld when you hear that sometimes. You're on the shackles, though. You are. Uh, and then watched uh, Hateful Eight. Another good one. Another Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. And then finished off uh, yesterday with a new movie. I finally watched Fighting With My Family about the WWE page. Okay. First half was okay. The last half was really awful. Including the last 20 minutes was just, was just campy and awfully bad. Sounds like they tried to reenact her actual like moment on Raw, and it was just so bad, like, oh. so cheesy. It was like out of a video game. It, it was horribly done. But other than that, yeah, how was your weekend? What did you get to watch? Uh, you played golf. I, no, I didn't. We went to the driving range. Close enough. That to me, that's playing golf. <laughs> we had, we had a big weekend. Friday, we, I got home. I just thought we had my my sister in law and her daughter, my niece Audrey, came over, and they as were playing. Know. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get. Uh, I got some steaks. Ooh. Got some uh, some corn. Ooh. Grilled it up a little bit. Made corn a cob. Made everybody dinner. I also this is the big thing though. For the first time in eleven months, I had a beer. Had an alcoholic drink. Oh, what kind? A uh, it was a summer bliss from New Belgium. Okay, good because it was Bud Light. Chris Kid Rock was going to pull a song. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Can't go woke on a Friday night. Can't go woke on a Friday night. <laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> um, no, but I, I was like thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I mean, let's just see how this goes. Wow. I, was like, I was like, we're gonna make the move for the first time since uh, I tried a couple of times when I first got sick. Went horribly. Let's just try this. Went the, the night was good. Went well. Dinner was great. We had a good night. The only problem with drinking now, and I, I only know this because I've seen a lot of other people who've who've been dealing with this say the same thing, is like when you're drinking, it actually clears up a lot of stuff. You feel better. I don't know if it's because it, it thins the blood or or what's going on, but the next morning you feel like you, like whatever you drank, you feel like you drank like four times that much. Isn't that like alcohol in general? No. That's how it felt like every time I drank, I felt good while I was drinking it, and then the next day I felt like crap. But if you have like one beer, I'm talking about. Oh, like okay. This is not like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not drinking 12 beers <laughs> like I'm 25 you again. See, you just described my 20s pretty no, much in general. Yeah, I mean, me too, but it was, and it's kind of what happened. I had one beer, I felt pretty good, um, and then I woke up the next morning and just felt, not great. I felt like, a, but it wasn't like, a, like so when I when I first got sick like last May and I tried a couple of times. Like I was out of commission for like two days. Like couldn't get out of bed, couldn't do anything. Like everything was spinning. You just I just felt like, horrible. Like just completely could not do anything. And this time I just felt like I'd you know it was like back in the day when I had just a few too many and woke up which is like a little bit slower. But I was okay. I was still able to function. Which so that that was good. Uh, I felt pretty good about that. Uh, and then Saturday we had busy day. We had ballet in the morning. We went to the walking bridge afterwards. We went to the, the playground downtown on the waterfront after that. Um, stopped at My Bagel Express on the way home, which was delicious. And then Mary and I had our night out. We went to the driving range. Very romantic evening at the driving range. It sounds romantic. She hit some balls. It went just like I knew it was going to. Nothing she, turns me on like seeing a woman whack a ball across 200 yards. She, she, I mean, said, I don't know how I'm this bad, 75 times. Said she was done after every ball that she hit. I knew exactly how it was going to go. It still was wonderful. She hit a couple good at the end. Uh, I, cause I, I got my big Valhalla tomorrow and I was kind of all over the place. I don't know. I'm not, not, not feeling confident, but that's to be, I haven't, haven't like, hit a live golf ball in a year and a half, I mean, almost two years. 
So that was to be expected. But then we went to Mesh, had a nice little dinner on the patio. It was it was nice. It was a busy day, long day, fun day. Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, my parents watched the kids, got home. They were good yesterday, kind of running all around, running some errands, doing stuff with the kids. It, it was nice. But then, so today I had a little bit of a problem. Worse than mine? Yes. Okay. At least to me. So Virginia, I, I've mentioned on the show, she's – because Roush just had his kid turning three, and he's like, oh, I don't know about the terrible twos. I'm like, it's the threes, man. The, the threes are where you need to worry about. <laughs> and Virginia's been having like these – I talked about on the show a couple weeks ago – just like full-on meltdowns out of nowhere. And it's an issue. But thankfully, they have not been happening at school. They happen sometimes with our babysitters, and that's an issue. Uh, as long as it's not in public, you're probably okay. In public, usually it's just directed at us. Like she just gets mad at us, and she's like, I don't like you anymore. I don't want to go home. And we're like, oh, that's Jesus. But, you, but you, you, you've admitted to being the one, like, when she has the meltdown screaming at you, it embarrasses you when you're in public. Well, yeah. See, I don't. I could give two bleeps less. I mean, I think I think every parent with their kids having a meltdown in public is is embarrassed about it. Um, it's, it's, I mean, if if I'm like with anybody who's having a meltdown, doesn't have to be a kid. If I'm with if I'm with a friend who's like way too drunk in public and like having <laughs> screaming at people, I'm I'm embarrassed about that for sure. Embarrassed humor. But she doesn't do that. Like, she does. She's not like she hasn't like thrown herself on the ground at like stores or anything like that. But she'll get. She just gets mad. Like if something goes a little bit wrong. She snaps for like a little, and then like she's right back to being fine five minutes later. But for those five minutes, she's she's inconsolable, and she says like just really mean stuff. Um, but we we had a really good morning this morning. You know, she's she, she doesn't like school, but she was like, let's skip school. I'm like, we're going to school. Uh, but she she t- she handled it well. Like she was not upset about it. Was fine when I left. Like I thought we were doing well. She's been great since then. But for the first time, and what I assume is going to be the first of of, of many times as she gets older. I got the, when I went to pick her up, I got the, hey, can I talk to you real quick from the teacher? And I was like, oh, God. And my mom had already, because my mom works, she's she's at the front door of the school. So she kind of had told me that she'd, she'd heard Virginia not being happy. And sure enough, she was like, she, um, she got upset about her, her coat being too long and us not pulling up her sleeves, I guess, far enough. And she started saying a lot of mean things to her friends and to us. <laughs> and I, I know exactly what it was. She's like, I don't like you anymore. I don't like you anymore. Like, I, I know. And she's like, I don't, I hate you. Like, just like all this stuff. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is so, it's, it's so embarrassing. And like, you don't, I'm like, we've, we've tried to, you know, we're working on this. We're doing what you can. She hasn't happened. And like, she was like, her teacher was like, you know, she had to sit on timeout on the playground. And Virginia was like, I cried the whole time. I'm like, I, I'm sure you did. Um, but she's like, then she was fine, which is what, like, I don't know. It's why I'm hoping this is just a phase. It's just her age because she will go into these just little fits where she's just inconsolable and then snap of a finger five minutes later, like, she's fine. Like, she was just screaming at me the other day, like, you've got to stop the car. You've got to stop the car because this little box that she puts her feet up on, like, was not in the center enough. And, like, I'm like, I can't, I'm, I'm driving. I can't do anything. I'm like, you need to call, like, calm down. Please calm down. And, like, she's screaming, 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 and then just, like, stops. And, like, it's totally fine. And I don't, like, I'm hoping that this is a The fact that she's totally fine makes you think she's just testing you with with the the tantrum. I'm guessing, but, like, you know, it's just. Because if it was something that really, I mean, they would continue to do. She would dwell into him, I think. Or she just stops thinking about it. I don't, I don't know. But it was, but today I was like, this is, yeah, we've got to get this under control. And I'm not sure. We're, we're trying new techniques. We're trying everything we can. We've taken away toys. We've tried being like, you know, like, just talk to us. Like, we've tried like the, the lighter approach. We've tried like, and just nothing is, is really working right now. But she's been great since we brought her home from school. She's had like her best day in a long time. And I just, I don't know what to do. But it was the first like parent conversation where it's like everyone's picking up their kids and the teacher's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, oh, God. 
Now, if you like, um, I, 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 can't, I know you, you always embrace my parental advice. You want me to give the kid drugs? No, not, no. that's when you can't get her to sleep. Oh. And it's not drugs. It's, it's cough medicine. It's legal. I mean, to a degree, depending on what kind of addict you are. But, no, um, for, for the tensor tantrums, this, this, this worked for me when I was a kid. Did it? Again, not the drugs. I was going to say. That was middle school. You describing your childhood <laughs> tells me that whatever you're about to say did not actually work. Well, it worked for a while. So the what my, what my mom and grandmother and uncle and aunts would do was they, they had a, a made-up babysitter. I want to say, I can't remember the name her name to save my life. Let's just call her Aunt May for, for Cruella. Story. No, it wasn't Cruella. It was something else. And they there was this house when we'd come, we'd always drive up like over the tracks on like, I think where Ornsby is. It was like this like kind of old shack looking house kind of to the left. <laughs> and like I always like I'd always like, you know, I'd always see it. So that was the one that was identified as my house. You can pick your own if you like. And the story was was, you know, if you won't want to behave, you can go, she can go and she'll babysit you. But when she babysits you, you get like strapped down in a chair. And if you talk back, you get beaten with it with, you know, a, a wet blanket. Jeez. And, oh, oh yeah, she was abusive. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go play Mario. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I, I cried about you know my, you know my Cracker Jacks not having the right prize in it. You know, and I I would straighten up. Like I don't want to go get babysit by the, the the mean old lady with the with the with the with the stick. You know, I don't want to do that. And that worked until I think I was around like I don't remember how old I was, but my aunt said one day I finally said, you know what? Let me give her a shot. Yeah, bring her on. Bring her on. My, my aunt said she's my my aunt Betty and Bill were like. Oh bleep! <laughs> what do we do now? So, like, I, but it, but I was told it worked for several years. We've already kind of reached that stage though, like where she's so she's talking. She her big thing and her birthday's not for another like five months, but she still is talking about her birthday. She wants to have a frozen birthday, and I was like, you know, I was like, might not be frozen by then. Yeah. Exactly, like, yeah. you never know. But for right now, she's just she's yeah. into it, and she's like, you know, I'm gonna do this. And I'm like, you know, you have to be a good girl if you want anything on your birthday. I was like, if you keep saying these wrong things and these mean things to everybody, then we're not going to have a party for you. Nobody's going to come to your party. And she's like, Daddy, I don't want to have a birthday party anymore. I'm like, oh, my God. You are just. The, I was well, like, you're I trying to play the Santa card on birthday. You can't you can't you can't double down. But you can. I mean, I, we're not going to buy you nice toys if you're I mean, we did it with Easter. We did it with everything. Like if you want if you want toys, if you want presents, if you want treats, you've got to be a good girl. Like that's treats. I think that goes for anything. <laughs> She's not Penny. Well, <laughs> Penny's better behaved than she is at this point. We got to work on. I mean, have you tried smacking her on the nose with a newspaper when no, she we're not doing that? Uh, but we, um, I think we're just shoot her with a water bottle when she gets into something. Thank goodness, John's chill. John is John is the happiest baby in the world. He's been great. But uh, Virginia, we've got we've got some work to do. She's just she's strong willed, and we're we're having to. You know, you know, you know, that. you're gonna get this with John probably in a couple of years. Probably, although like Virginia, even at his age, was like very much like. The strong-willed stuff showed through. Like she was very, she was opinionated. Like, like she, she had serious thoughts. Like John's just happy to do anything. John just wants to like tackle you and say, "Dad," like a, a bunch. Like he's he's fine. She definitely was had more attitude even at his age. Like just which we're gonna have to. I don't know. We're doing the best we can. So when he's three, she'll be five. Yeah, exactly. I could turn out bad. I've heard that a lot of people who have kids that are around the same ages as me, they have said. Six and four was the worst for them. Yeah, others have said four and two, which is where we're headed. He's going to be at that age around three, four, and she's going to be past that probably, and but she's still going to be 
like not wanting to be bugged by him, and he's going to be wanting to probably grab her toys and play with her stuff. He's already kind of starting to do a little yeah, bit. He's, he's starting to, to realize what sets her off and what gets a reaction You're going to get a good probably year or two of, of having to separate those two probably. Oh, yeah, probably more than that. Well, yeah, well, I mean, at that point, it'll die down, then the teenage years will come, and it gets even worse. Recently, I mean, she, for the most part, like 90% of the time, she's so sweet and she's great with him, but like the there's no – it's it's zero to a hundred. Like she's either like the <laughs> nicest, like sweetest, like in the best mood kid, or she's in the absolute worst mood of all time. And there's nothing you can do to calm her down. And that's what we're that's what we're working with right now. We're trying to figure that out. We're trying to. We're, we're also just trying to make sure that it doesn't happen at school. I'm like I'm like we can deal with it. Like we'll handle it at home. I'm like just don't <laughs> don't bring it to school, please. Don't do it in public. But besides that, uh, it was a we had we had a wonderful weekend. And she was great all weekend too, for the most part. Like it was. It was How did you do in the driving range in general, though? I so I hit the irons well. I, the driver was all over the place. The driver's an issue. The driver was, I started off well. I was like, ah, I was like, just like getting on a bike. Like, like no problem. I like hit a couple and then I'm right. Then I'm left. Then I'm trying to fix stuff. And it was just. That's army golf. I right, know. left, It left, didn't, uh, right. it, it was, yeah, we're, we're a little bit nervous, but that's okay. I mean, it's to be expected. Are you, you, you do still feel like you can beat Danny though tomorrow? I don't know. Danny, so Danny really wants to beat me because I, <laughs> I am almost always a better golfer than he is. But I haven't played in a year and a half, and he's played a lot, and so he's Practice. he's very concerned. Up for this moment. Well, I mean, he but he I mean he played like I didn't play all last year. He played a bunch. Uh, he went on the golf trip with our buddies. Uh, he plays played all like but when he's been on the road for work recently, like he's played like three or four rounds this year already. Like so, he's very concerned that like I'm going to come off of a year and a half layoff and beat him, and it probably won't happen based on the way that I, <laughs> I hit the ball over the weekend. But if it does, yeah, I'll, I'll give him I'll give him bleep about it. It'll be great. Uh, but we're we're both going to beat Greer, which is all that really matters. That's all that does matter. That's it's it's fine. I'm excited about it. It should be fun. We'll hear what the uh, the PGA head of the PGAs have to say. Those the, the big wigs there kicking off their tournament coverage for next year. It should be a uh, a fun afternoon and evening. But I won't be here for the radio show. We'll have Rashawn Myers. Yeah. and we're actually in. out a little early tomorrow because we've got bats at five five thirty five pregame. We get the bats going. And we'll have we'll actually have uh, a little uh, show prep on the, on live on the air for everybody. We got Nick coming on Thursday as well. Perfect. Because they'll have uh, they've got some home games this week, plus the the big game on Friday, which and then and Saturday with uh, Thunder. I'm gonna start doing the thing where like you know, people love to blame anybody, and like, a lot of times like they'll you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Like I'll get blamed for stuff when U of is playing bad. It's oh, like yeah. I thought you said this was a bad shooting team. I'm like I'm sorry, I just <laughs> wrote the stat out. I'm gonna start just blaming Nick Curran we have on the show. I'm like, what are you gonna do about this team's losing streak? Three <laughs> wins in 14 games. Hey, they won on Saturday. They did. They finally snapped. And the, they uh, got rained out on Sunday, which means I told Josh that means next time that we play Toledo, one of us is like playing doubleheader roulette over here. I know. We're yeah. one of like, we're, like, we're both kind of looking at the schedule. Going, All right. Well, we're we gonna get a weekday on Toledo game. Somebody's getting hit with a doubleheader on one of these days. They do have. Um, I know we're talking to Nick on Thursday, but just to get out of it tomorrow. Is dog night at the park. Oh, it is? Which is one of their bigger nights. I've always wanted to take... I never... Because the dogs I had before, the ones I have now, was Donovan and Reggie. And they weren't like... Donovan wasn't going out anywhere. Like, he did not want to leave. I took him to the park once. I had to carry him back. It was somewhat embarrassing, actually. Uh, I had a dog like that growing up. Yeah, he was, she, she, I mean, would not, she would never leave the yard. Yeah, he... he I mean, I, when I lived in an apartment, I would open the screen door and he would just go out the side of the apartment. I wouldn't even have to bother watching him because I knew he wasn't going far. And he, he would do his business and come right back in. Uh, but Khaleesi's more so friendly. Like, she would be perfect for a dog park. Bring her out there. I, I just got to get her on a leash. Then you just, like, leash. take her on the field and just look at her crap, and then you wouldn't pick it up. Why would I? Mark Shot didn't pick it up. Why should I? 
She won a World Series. I mean, she was, you know, evilly racist, but she won a World Series. By the way, I was, uh, real quick, I just correct myself because I, I just, I realized it, and I knew that somebody in the text line would say this. Grubauer was the Kraken goalie last year. He was the Avalanche goalie two years ago. I just completely forgot it. We had Darcy Kemper last year, and he's the guy we didn't But you on. hated Darcy Kemper. I, I thought he was going to cost us a cup. I still don't think he's that good, but he wants the Stanley Cup. He's fine. We were better with, you're, you would have been better with Grubauer. Well, yeah, but he was good. He was too pricey. Not not for Seattle. Not for Seattle. And look, they're they're reaping the benefits now. They're in the playoffs in year two as a franchise. Pretty impressive. That's right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Lisa, baby, we'll get into this L. Ellis conversation. We find out where he's headed. It all happened very fast. Well, we'll get into that. That's some other big news today broke this morning. Did you see? What's, what's that? A little, a little something out of Philadelphia. No. Oh, you didn't see uh, a little contract extension laid down today. For who? Lamar Jackson's not very happy, probably. Oh, I did see this. I I, I did see the Jalen Hurts news. We'll get, we'll get into that. That's what I've been talking about. We'll get Trevor's thoughts on that. <laughs> I don't have no idea. I thought I, I thought he was a college basketball like, thing. Well, yeah, I'm talking about, I'm talking transfer portal, and I was like, St. Joe's? Like, what, who's somebody leaving Villanova? Jameer <laughs> Nelson's the third. <laughs> I, well, we already know where he's going. I will take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to all that good stuff. And take your text as well at 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. You'll hear from it next here on 1450 The Big X. <laughs> Seven zeros over in Rio de Janeiro. Ain't nobody zero, but I wanna be heard on your hot night. I think I used that for a show intro one time. I was like, ain't nobody zero, but I wanna be heard. Back I would just do music lyrics. It was not received well back when I think the first version of Ramp and Rutherford. I would just put like random song lyrics to, to prep the show on Twitter and nobody liked it. It was it, it didn't catch on like uh like like Jay Bills' morning cheesy. No, not cheesy. the uh who does he do? Uh Young Jeezy, right? Or Young something? Jeezy, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it did not catch on like that. I think I did it. Gotta for like go to two work months. or something like that. I gotta go to work. Yeah. Uh, all right, welcome back in, Mike Rutherford Show, fourteen fifty I'd love to go back and see, see some. Of the, I need to go back and see some of the what song lyrics. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't even remember what they were. It was usually like whatever I was listening to when I came in to work oh, okay. that day. <laughs> and it just yeah, like a Jackson Brown somewhere like a Marvin Gaye. Every now and then I would try to like finesse them to make it about what we were going to talk about on the radio, and just, it just it didn't work. It was it was an ill conceived idea. I don't know. I kind of like it a little bit. All right, before we got dive into this LLS news, a couple of texts from you guys on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. Text says, Mike can watch Shallow How whenever Trevor eats an entire salad, all of it, not just a few tiny bites, and no spitting it out. People do not respect you, your salad eating for the Jeff Brom thing. I'm sorry. They didn't respect me for a lot of things before that. And that I'm, sure, I'm sure there's many after they will, will lose respect for me as well. But, uh, I mean, are, are you accepting that challenge? No. Even if I eat the whole thing down? We're not going to do it. Well, you're not going to watch the movie. So. Somebody texted in a picture of the Coors Light uh, Championship Ice Avalanche bottle from last year. Now, Sean Moth, he went back to, 
to Colorado, you know, where he's from last year after the Avs won. He brought me back two of like the ceremonial Bud Light yeah. uh, beers. Were they Bud Light or Coors Light? It's Bud Light. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. And I threw him out the window Ooh. over the weekend. <laughs> and then I went and got him after they apologized. I attached a cherry bomb to it and blew it straight to hell. <laughs> Not in my house. Uh, but Was this show we had the discussion about cherry bombs being flushed and how they blew up? I don't think so, but it is, that is a good discussion. It sounds like something that we would talk about. I think I thought I brought it up on here. I can't. Sometimes I forget where I bring up my zany ideas to. Texture says, and this is why I bring up this. I, I appreciate when people can sympathize with me. My daughter is four and just started this as well. Yesterday morning, it was a meltdown about the remote being on the coffee table and not on the couch. It's the smallest thing. Like she's worn. It, it's a Rapunzel jacket. She's worn to school at least twenty times since we've gotten it. She loves the jacket, but it is a little bit long on her, so you have to roll the sleeves up. And she was flipping out about the sleeves being too long when they were going to the playground, and then she just started yelling at everybody. Do you think this is, if anything, though, to prep you for what is going to be obviously not much even better teenage girl? Oh, it'd be worse. Like This this has got to be like at least like preps for like preparing you for the losing it on for no for no reason whatsoever scenario. I mean, when Virginia was like nine months old, we could already tell like she's going to be Diva? Quite the teenager. Like, she's, <laughs> I think Virginia's going to be, there are going to be some rough years there. And then she's going to be very fun to be around, and like, when she's in college and then, like, as a young adult in, like, the 20s. I think she'll, I think she'll be, she'll be very cool. But, like, she's going to have, there will be some rebellious times for sure. <laughs> and John's going to be right far, not far behind doing the same stuff. No, I think, I think she's going to end up being a lot like her mom. I think John's going to end up being, I hope. A lot like more that. nerdy kind of wanting to play video games and I didn't play video games in, in high school. Yeah, but he's a different era where they're well, he'll watch watch him play video yeah, games. I just, I just wanted to play sports. Is he gonna take over your basement and, and never leave? No, I, I think John will be active. I think he'll be into sports. Okay, he seems to already. I mean, that's all he wants to do is just throw the ball around. Uh, which is that was me. Texas Mike, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I have a two and a half year old and a five and a half year old. Everything you're describing right now with Virginia really hits home. Thank you. At least it makes you feel better. This it does. Too, yeah. It's why I like bringing it up because people are nice. Texas guys, can we talk about how Isaiah Wong's voice is so weird sounding? I just watched his NBA announcement <laughs> and his voice sounds so robotic and nerdy. He is, Isaiah Wong is officially going pro. He's going oh, to the NBA. No shock. No he man. is like the most chill dude alive. Like his voice is just, it, it's, it's not what you expect to hear. It's very soft and laid back. It, it's strange. I, I don't know what it sounds like, but just the, when I listen to that text, I just pictured the, uh, the short guy from I Love You, Man. No, it's, <laughs> it's not like that. Here we go, hurricanes. Here we go. <laughs> it's just very, very soft. Okay, I could, well, I could see that, I guess. I mean, Texture says, when my wife was little, her mom uh, drove her to Eastern High School, then told her it was an orphanage, and she would be left there if she didn't <laughs> that's, that's good parenting right Horrible there. decision that traumatized her, but I still laugh and mess with her every time we drive by EHS. <laughs> it backfired when, her, when she realized she lives in Eastern District. The high school students like, what are you doing to me? Gosh, Texas, my son is a couple months younger than your daughter, and he has been a bit of a D in the last couple of months. Hopefully, it improves before baby girls do in September. Well, congratulations to you guys. Yeah, um, and probably won't, but congratulations. I, I mean, my mom always talks about how, like, after spring break and before, like, the time between after spring break and the end of the school year is always like the worst. Like, kids are just they're done, and plus they're like they're out more. Uh, doing more stuff during the week and also the weekend. They're just they're, they're tired. They're not they don't want to be at school. And so I'm kind of hoping that's I mean, but I dropped like, Virginia was in the best mood this morning. She's in like her, preschool, right? Her, yeah. Her whole class was like they were going nuts. Like kids were having a rough time. It was not like it usually is. I'm like, oh, she's doing great. And then of course she's the one who has the I have to talk to you moment at school <laughs> with the parent. 
Texas Trevor, I tried to bite back you up last week about how every story has been done before, and Mike tried to gloss over it. There's a theory that there are only seven storylines in the history of writing. Just wanted to back you up on that. Shallow House sucks, though. <laughs> Trevor shaves his chest if the Kraken lose. That's a good bet. <laughs> You're going to watch Shallow House versus my shaved chest? Yes. You're going to be itchy as hell. One strong razor. <laughs> And he's, I mean, and, and listen, if you don't like Shaha, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've argued to it to make, to it sounds like I'm thinking it's like an Oscar worthy movie. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's become a big thing. Yeah, but, uh, but he's right. I mean, there's probably, I would say that sounds about right. Seven like core storylines that the hero's journey. I mean, yeah. I mean, any movie, it's going to be the same. I mean, yeah, there's the, the, the base storyline is always the same. I mean, well, yeah, but you gotta, it's the fine details that have to be original. And you don't understand. Yeah. Well, let's start it. That was Gran Torino talk. Yeah. Gran You're like Torino. this. You knew he was going to be, make friends with the, with the Asian. Like, really? Well, yeah. I like, mean, that's, that's, I mean, you can have a, you can have a person have a change of character. He really didn't have a change of character. He still was racist at the end. He just saved them for some reason. Like you can have them have a well, turn. No, he, he in, was he's racist turns, but he realized they were people too. How how deep of him? <laughs> yeah, he's from Detroit. How deep? Do you a guy you really root for there. I mean, he's from Detroit. They're how, all human beings. How deep do you expect him to be? I mean, I'm look, old look and at, my wife's already dead, so I don't care about dying. So now I'm going to be do something nice. His grandkids are wearing Calvin Johnson jerseys to a funeral. I mean, what do you expect? It's a crap movie. <laughs> Texas Patino using Nike and vitamin water and Coke to beat out his former school Adidas, which he still wears for a top five, ten star, top for a five star top ten recruit could be peak dungeon level torture for this fan base of ours. I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah, it would be. It would that would be tough. Texas Trevor spent like forty bucks on a salad and counter, and couldn't even eat three bites of it. Shameful. I tried to give it to you, but you didn't want it. Texas Trevor Welch on the salad bed. He's not a man of his word. Okay, we're, we're not mad at Trevor. We're just disappointed. <laughs> I can't handle disappointment. I've been dealing with that for thirty something years of my life. I think it was a. I chose the wrong salad. I mean. And, and, and you know what? I blame you for that. You created your own salad. I know, and I blame you because you are more of a salad expertise. Well, and you didn't listen to anything and that I was telling you. You didn't give me any advice. You're just like, go ahead and order it. Well, you're like, I want to put some fruit in there. I'm like, okay. Well, the fruit was the best part. And the worst part was that the, they tried to kill me with raw chicken. It wasn't raw chicken. Just salad on a chicken is cold. No, not, it shouldn't be. Well, it was. It's cooked. It's just cooked. I want, I want hot chicken on my cold salad. That's what I expected. Texas, this is not difficult. Mike, watch uh, Shallow Howl after Trevor eats the salad. Then both of you critique Shallow Howl in your Mickey Mouse and Bobby voices. <laughs> then your show wins a Marconi Award. I don't know. We're not doing that. I kid you not. I had a dream last night that I was like just using the Bobby voice and you just were losing it. That sounds about right. That's, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's, take, uh, let's talk about L. Ellis. Um, oh, I'd really do the Bobby voice. L. Ellis uh, announced, what was it? I guess 11 days ago, it was two Thursdays ago, that he was entering the transfer portal. And uh, the interesting thing to me about the announcement and the way that he tried to kind of cultivate the narrative, like the, the way he tried to control things, he, he would talk to, he talked to Tyler Griever of WHAS, and he reiterated the same thing that he'd been saying during the offseason, which is his primary focus is still professional basketball, wants to be a pro player. But entering the transfer portal to keep his options open because he had a talk with Louisville, Louisville wanted him to play a different role next season. That role was something that he didn't want to do. And so he's going to the transfer portal. Which, if you're going into the transfer portal and you're doing it, you're let's be real. You're going to play somewhere else next season. You're not going to just stick with pro basketball. This seemed like a no. foregone conclusion. But as you're of, not going to return either. Right. I mean, I think but there's like one 
one per, less than one percent do actually return when they enter the portal. To the, the school that they went, yeah. Well, especially if like he he wasn't even saying it was a possibility. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you knew like that was it wasn't like yeah, the Menafield kid at least he was like listing Washington. Yeah, in his last six. Schools. I think somebody did return earlier. That's all. Like last week, there've been a couple. Yeah. Like Max Aismith did it a couple years ago when he okay when Oral Roberts made their first big run. The Banner kid went to Texas Tech. I think he entered the portal too, and then announced he was coming back. Okay, but Ellis, there had been rumors. Like what I'd heard on Friday was that because initially it was everybody saying he's going to go to NC State. Then on Friday, I had heard that Miami and Indiana had been working the hardest to get him. And then if there's one guy out there who could flip the tables and seemingly the, the snap of a finger, it would be Eric Musselman at Arkansas. And like you said, you heard it last night. I heard this morning that he's announcing it's going to be Arkansas. And you want to talk about going from an extreme situation to another extreme situation on the exact opposite of the spe- end of the spectrum – L. Ellis goes from a situation at Louisville where he's the only real guard. I know we, Fabio Basile and, and Hersey Miller and you know the other guys that we called guards that really weren't guards. Like L. Ellis was the only capable guard that Louisville had last year. He had to play 40 minutes in most games for us to have a shot. He was one of the most high-usage offensive players in the country. The ball was always in his hands. We lived and died with him. He goes from there to a place at Arkansas that right now, we'll see, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Devo Davis, they have nine scholarship guards. They've gotten five players in the portal. And these guards, we're not talking about like, oh, they'll bring them along slowly. These are high-usage guys. Keon Menefield, who we recruited from Washington, was the Pac-12 all-freshman team. Uh, Khalif Battle from Temple, big-time scorer. Tremont Mark was the third option on a Houston team that was a number one seed last year and now wants to be a bigger deal. Um, like Joseph Pinion, Darian Ford, Devo Davis if he comes back the Layden Blocker kid, like all these guys, they want to score. They want the ball in their hands. I've got no idea how this is going to work out. I've got no idea where L. Ellis fits into this equation. And this is also a guy in Eric Musselman who likes to use a pretty short bench, especially when it gets closer and closer to the end of the season. I was, I, I guess you shouldn't be shocked when Musselman gets anybody, but given what they had already gotten in the transfer portal and given what their roster looks like for next season, I was shocked to see L. Ellis like want to be a Razorback. First of all, I'm glad to see Arkansas has the the, the lineup that I think Louisville fans all kind of wanted next year with with Battle Menafield and Ellis possibly. I mean, glad to see they're they're enjoying what, what we thought we might have. Who else can they? If they, yeah, if they get Baco now, it's gonna be like what the hell? <laughs> what, what's the the kid uh, a, a a best or a beast? I mean, Churchill Abbas. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna get a better Churchill boss. Abbas. They're gonna get yeah. Just go after him now. Like <laughs> we didn't even know you were recruiting him. <laughs> I mean, it's just Muslims now are Calipari just taking kids that we recruited just. Just, just for the, the hell of it. Yeah. Trey Lyles, I've never seen you play, but come on, he come to us. What the hell not? Must have been really wanted that Cardinal job. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> I, I figured he was doing well when I saw Cocaine Shark trending earlier today. <laughs> 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 I was like, wow, he's hitting the water. He got another one. He's, he's treading the waters. That's what he does. <laughs> oh. I, but I mean, him going there, I mean, A, I'm kind of glad at least he didn't go to an ACT school. But, uh, I mean, he does kind of, I mean, it seems like a good fit for him. But what it does make me wonder is, like, I mean, there, his fit there is going to be a lesser degree of the position that he was going to be here as, as, as an off-ball scorer. Right. Now, there right. he's going to be an off-ball scorer probably off the bench on top of things. That's my guess. That's what I'm thinking. And, and he'll get minutes because Musselman, you mentioned, does run a short bus, but he also runs short lines. And he'll run four guards out there with no, with probably no hesitation at all. And so, I mean, the minutes, I guess, can be there. The shots, I guess, could be there. But 
I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just someone who looks at the situation and says, okay, I can play this role, you know, and make, I would think probably more than he, Louisville on, on, on NIL that he'd make at Arkansas. I could be wrong, but I would think he would make him more here because he's more, you know, in the spotlight, so to speak, than he will be at Arkansas, kind of lost in the yeah. mix. And, and, the, and with the role of, yeah, being the off guard, I mean, that just tells me he just wants to go. He just has no faith in this team being winning, I guess. That's my thing here. I mean, that, is that, it, and that's scary a little bit. Like, we were led to believe that it was, I mean, the way that it was framed and, and the most understandable rationale for why Ellis would leave, especially like a month after the season was over. Like, he, he wasn't a guy who declared right away, like on day two. He wasn't like the freshman that declared like a week later. Like, he, he waited a long time. Like, we all assumed it was, I mean, he said outright last month, two months ago, that if he's going anywhere, it's you know it's Louisville or the pros. I think that was in the middle of the season, kind of a heated it was moment of the season. It was yeah, late February, yeah. and he, he kind of reiterated after the season. He was tweeting like L one C four stuff. He was That's he, true, yeah. he's been like very vocal and very supportive of Louisville. And so you're thinking the only reason why he's going to go somewhere else to play is Louisville brought in Sky Clark. He's going to play the point. They want Ellis to play off the ball. They want him to be in that different role, and he doesn't want to do that. He's now going to Arkansas where. I mean, Menafield is more of a true point guard oh, yeah. than Sky Clark is, and you've got significant competition at the two-guard spot. You have significant competition. Even if you're going to play a three-guard lineup, I don't know if LLS is going to start on that team. I mean, is it just about NIL? Like, like, like you said, I would assume that he could get just as much, if not more, NIL money at Louisville than he could at Arkansas. I, I mean, is it? does he just want to play in the NCAA tournament? Does he want to go to a contender? I just... I mean, it, did Musselman just sell him that much? I, I don't mean, know, man. Like, it, it strikes me as odd. Like, the whole his whole situation struck me as odd at the beginning. And if you went to a place like Miami, especially with Wong leaving, I can kind of see it. It's like, well, he wants to you know play for maybe a better team in a role that's going to emphasize him more. He's worried about Sky Clark, but like this just doesn't. This does. I mean, like you said, it makes me a little bit worried that he was just like, I don't like what's going on at Louisville. I was vocal in my support of the program here, but I'm out. Because this doesn't seem to make as much sense for him as just sticking around would have. I mean, especially with them also already adding the kid from Temple as well, and Houston, and, and he, yeah, and he exactly, and the kid from Houston as well, another guard as well. I mean, like if he'd gone to North Carolina or NC State, I mean, at least North Carolina, you go okay, you know, you, he wants, you know, they they have you know a, a a a gap to fill with Love moving to Michigan, and NC State obviously Smith and and their other backcourt mate going pro. I mean, you know, it's there's openings there. But you got four guards at Arkansas in the transfer yeah. portal that averaged double figures last year at different programs, and you got two guys coming back. Like just, there's just not enough shots to go around. I mean, there. If that's the case that he. I would assume he is is content on taking half the amount of shots he took this year and taking a hit on his his scoring and his numbers to what he feels like is a coach that will make him a better player and has a better chance at winning. I guess. I mean, like, I mean, and which I, I mean, I, I have no problem with that. If you want to win and you want to sacrifice your stats to do that, I'm, I'm kind of applaud that. It just makes me worried that you couldn't do it here in Louisville. I'm like you though. I really want to know what the pitch was from Arkansas. Was it? Are they emphasizing like we want you to be the guy? Are they saying don't worry about these other guys? You're going to be our leading scorer. You're going to do this. Are they saying you may have to come off the bench, but? We're going to compete for a national title. You can do all this here. We've been to to four straight Sweet 16s, three straight regional finals. Like, is that what the pitch is? Or is it just simply like a, a dollars and cents thing? Like, we can pay you this much. I don't know how, but that's how it's going to happen. I can't imagine he'd get more there. I can't either, but like, I don't, I mean, 
mean, it struck me as odd that Tremont Mark went there. I mean, Arkansas after they after they'd already landed Menafield in battle, and now it strikes me as really odd that L. Ellis is coming after those three guys have already like it. Just I I would love to know what was said to to sell him on Arkansas because it's just it's it's a very interesting situation. I mean, I think Arkansas can 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 pay and and has the money to give out. I just it just baffles me. I mean, I would just think that. He wouldn't get still the same amount that he would get as a fourth or fifth option on the Razorback roster. He would be a second option at Louisville. I I, I can't imagine. And maybe, and maybe money. And, and, but and, this whole thing st- strikes me as just so strange. I mean, I, again, I just hope it's just because he's willing to. He just wants to win. He looks at Arkansas as a, a chance to win, and, and obviously they have a better chance at making a run in next year's tournament than Louisville does. Whether he's with Louisville or he's at Arkansas, probably either one. But, I mean, so now what do we do with the fact that because the at least we don't have to play him. The coping mechanism that that a lot of people use during the season, and I think we all want to believe it's true, and we'll find out how much relevance it really had this coming season. But we all you know, people were saying it's the roster. Like these guys just aren't good enough to play here at Louisville. This is a roster that you know these players shouldn't. They couldn't make it at Spalding University and all this stuff. And now we've had three guys leave the program. They've all gone to pretty good programs. Jalen Withers goes to North Carolina, which yeah. went to the national title game two years ago. Kamari Lands goes to Arizona State, which was in the NCAA tournament last year. And now L. Ellis goes to Arkansas, which has been to three straight regional finals. Yeah. Uh, like, like this is no, they lost Sweet Sixteen this year. Oh, that's right. They they've been to three states. That's right. They beat. They they won. The, but yeah, who they beat? The, they lost Kansas, UConn. right? And then they lost to UConn. Who was the one seed they beat? It was Kansas. Kansas. Oh no, no, uh, uh. Not Kansas. Who was it? Uh, who was the one seed they beat? It's uh, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, it's the battle for who? I picked them to win the game. Darn it! I can't remember. <laughs> so they've been to four straight second weekends. Yeah. Um. Still pretty. I mean. Yeah. Pretty damn good. I mean. Well, we've been in the last five years. Very, very, <laughs> very few teams can say that right now. Uh, so you got three guys taking leaps to right now stronger programs. Does that make us nervous? Like, are 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 we all just saying like? Good luck with these guys. They're going to suck once you get them. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, if Kamari lands, Kamari lands is the one guy that I can see two years from now as being like, man, we maybe should have stuck him around. I think L. Ellis will have a fine role on what should be a good, not great Arkansas team. Jalen Withers, I think, is going to be a bit player for North Carolina, depending on what pieces they bring back. These are all just my guesses. But if all three of these guys go to better programs, they have better seasons than us next year, and those players are playing key roles, it's going to. You know, I think we'll have the answers to a lot of our questions from this past year. I'm still waiting to see where Curry ends up. We haven't heard anything from Sidney Curry. No. Does he want to play college basketball anymore? I would think he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I, I say he would, but then again, I think about the last two seasons, watching him during the season and think maybe he doesn't. We did find out that Josh Nickelberry's going to Florida State. Yeah, where did that come from? Out of nowhere. Where the hell is he going to Florida State? I saw you put that grab. I was like, is it April Fool's? I was... <laughs> What today? Is this another example of like you're, you're doing the portal and you're only going to the guys you you you've watched play because I mean in, in your conference and he's going and Hamilton's like there's nobody left. Hey, I remember watching that kid at Louisville a couple years ago. Let's bring him in. Uh, Did he have a good game against them with us one year or something? Maybe. I mean, I, I, I'm sure we. I know we lost. I'm sure, but I have all these like LaSalle fans and the mentions were like, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Brickleberry. I was like, well, Brickleberry. <laughs> Probably start going with Dingleberry. <laughs> we'll see what happens. A lot of familiar faces on different rosters next season when when Louisville plays. We will not see Arkansas, I guess, unless we 
meet them in the NCAA tournament. But Kentucky will <laughs> we see We won't him. see Arkansas. <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky will see him a couple times. Now, I'll be rooting for Ellis to in Arkansas to beat Kentucky. At least get him in that win over UK. Of course. Yeah. You kidding me? That would be, uh, be wonderful. Um, let's see. Sean Moss says, uh, what about is this Tyson Foods and Walmart and Sam's Club money? I know they got a lot of money down there. I don't know if. Uh, I mean, they've got the money. I just, again, I'm, we're talking about a guy that's like the fourth. The fourth tier transfer on their board. I portal. know. I just. The whole I mean, he's behind me in the field. And he's behind battle, and he's probably at, maybe. I don't know. We don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the pitch was. I would assume so. I would assume Menafield's going to run the point. I would assume Khalif Battle, out of that quartet, is the guy that would have the the leg up on being the starting shooting guard. Tremont Mark, though, if you remember, you know, Houston's two leading scorers both get hurt in the NCAA tournament. He saves them in their second round game. He like takes over. And looks like a, a stud. Like he could be a lead guard for a really good team as well. Uh, I I, just, I don't know how Ellis fits into all this. But by the way, Nickelberry in two games and two years at Louisville against Florida State, uh, nineteen total minutes, zero for five shooting zero. I points. didn't ima- I didn't remember him having a great game. <laughs> well, I don't remember him giving against, 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 against anybody. anybody. Yeah, I was gonna say he scored twenty five total points in his sophomore year with us. Okay, and his career high was five. He did it against Duke and he did it against Virginia Tech. So I was just, I was, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if he did actually. He had like one good game his freshman year, and Danny on the podcast referred to him as the microwave. And after that, I think he missed what game twenty. Was that? He I think he missed twenty seven of his next twenty eight shots or something like that. Like he, he went like five games straight games without scoring a point. After that, I was like, he's not the microwave. I want to find out what game Benny Johnson is going to come out and smack Danny around for that one. He scored twelve points his whole freshman year. He had one game in his career high three. Because North Carolina Central was that it when he came, it had to have been he came off the bench hit a three and he's like he's off no he's off, he's it, it had to have been his second year then because it was a game where he hit like three well, that's or something. five but yeah. okay <laughs> he didn't do much he did he did not do much um God must buzz everywhere uh, I I sent like one innocuous tweet this morning about like because I, I keep doing it when they keep getting players I'm like all right it's time for for Arkansas to stop and now all these Arkansas fans are my mentions like no he'll never stop I'm like well you've got like Eventually, you're going to run out of scholarships. So he's They've got to, to, right? Surely to God. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We can't let them know who we're recruiting. We need to keep it a secret. Well, we weren't recruiting Ellis, and he's still he's going everywhere. <laughs> uh, four o'clock hours up next. We'll turn our focus to Lamar Jackson a little bit. Uh, Trevor can get excited about the Jalen Hurts news from today. We'll take some more texts from you guys at 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Monday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Uh huh. The, uh, the beat in the back of the money, 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 money. The, the same beat. Like, this, this is a, a, a reboot of the uh, OJ's from Love Money. I, just, I, I know. I like the, the sample in the back. Yeah. This is our, you, we're going to add it to the list probably. New Jack City? You've seen? I've never seen it. Put it on the list. Such an oh, awesome. So campy yet so awesome at the same time. Campy but awesome. Oh, it is. It's so, I mean, when you go back and watch it, you're like, okay, Ice-T and then Judd. 
Judd Nelson's characters are just like really and well, Mario Van Peebles City, is like, over the top. But huh? Rapping. Oh. <laughs> but New Jack City's on the list. Okay. That's going on there. Quick update from our friends over at Loose City. We mentioned last week it was the big rematch of last year's USL championship final against San Antonio. The boys in purple get it done on Saturday. A one nothing victory. The goal was kind of I saw a Grievers highlight from it. It's kind of a wild angle on the header uh, to put Lucidity up one. That was all they needed. Uh, they advance, not advance, they, they get some revenge over San Antonio last year in their th- shellacking in the uh, championship final. one nothing. the final there. Racing Lou actually played uh, against uh, the team from Los Angeles, the Angel City team. Had a 2 nothing lead, looked dominant in the first half, then unfortunately was not able to hold that lead and played to a 2-2 draw. They now have three draws and three matches in NWSL play. Reminder, if you want tickets for either team, they're now available. You can call 502 Lou City or visit uh, lucity.com slash tickets or racinglou.com slash tickets for all your ticket needs. We're going to have some t-shirts away to give away this Ooh. week for, I think, Lou City. I've got I've got still some uh, Lou City Championship gear stuff that I knew it wasn't going to fit me, but I didn't care. I wanted to support him, so I bought it anyway. Look at you. Like it's, I mean, I guess you, I mean, you could take it if you want because it'll fit you, but I'm, okay. it's. No, probably too big on you because I buy. I I just I think they only had XL available left at the time. I was like, I know it's not gonna fit, but you know what? I wanna I wanna show some love, so I bought that and like a bumper sticker and some uh, a decal, or whatever, and some other. Where's stuff. the bumper sticker? Uh, it was a decal. It was on the back of my uh, Prius. Oh, but which the Prius is no longer with us. R.I.P. Unfortunately, yeah. Bye. Did you get the tire fixed on your the back of your your car now? I had I had two tires replaced. Today. I didn't get the tires replaced, but like the the spare on the back. Did you oh, ever get that no. fixed? No, I forgot to tell him to put it on there. I got to go back tomorrow and get my brakes fixed. Hmm. This is why I, this is why I didn't want to take it to get my my tire fixed. It's like a rope, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's the same way. And, and this is gonna sound like a bad dog owner, but it's like the same reason I hate taking like the, the dogs to like the vet to get groomed because I know if I do, they're gonna be like, oh, by the way, they also need this shot and this shot, and we should probably just. And I end up going leaving going there for like for a forty dollar grooming fee and walking away with like eight hundred dollar check because they needed all this done hmm. i don't want to do and that's why i hate about taking the car because they're like now i gotta get like like your brakes are really bad i'm like i don't know i'm, I'm still stop when i press it <laughs> <laughs> it like, still achieves the primary function <laughs> i mean i have i mean the day that i go pressing and it doesn't stop i mean and which i've had happen to me before uh is the day i'll be worried it happened while i was doing my driving test too by the way that sucks the uh the the instructor forgot to put the emergency brake down, so we drove around for like thirty minutes with the emergency brake up and it wore down the brakes. I was coming up Westport Road right there, Westport and Hurstburn next to the Zachary Taylor on my right, and I went to go hit my brakes and the car wouldn't stop, so I panicked and I swerved into the yard into like the playground area of Zachary Taylor. <laughs> Thankfully, it was a Saturday, so there was no kids. <laughs> oh boy. That's, that's, I know I haven't told that story before. No, you have not. I would remember it. By the way, when we were going up, um, we got to the Big Four Bridge and we just started going up. Nolan Smith was coming down, pushing his kids in a stroller. He was like, "Oh yeah." He was like sweating. He was looking like he was a little bit like like overstimulated. Like this was just too much. I was like, I, I, "You've never looked more relatable, Nolan." This is. Uh, did he say what up, Mike? He did not. Um, did you say what's up with recruiting? No, I wasn't like, <laughs> hey. We're going to get him, Baco. Where's the Baco at? The longer this goes, the more upset I'm going to get. You better get him, Baco, before you get off this bridge with me. 
know why I would just talk like that. He's like right next to me, but no, I didn't say balloon glow two weeks. Who's coming? Week from Friday. Uh, no, but he was <laughs> he was there with his kids. Uh, he was looking. Yeah, he was. He, I think no one's one of those guys who probably you see them like he like runs while he's pushing the stroller up and across the bridge. Which I mean, God, like, I, I was just pushing it up. Why would you run? I have no idea. But like, be, you know, he's in, he's in great shape. I'm not. I was like, at, I was like at the top of the. We finally make it up the little ramp to like the, the actual bridge. I'm like, oh my God, I can't go across now. I'm dead. Uh, but it was it was fun. You actually walked all the way across that bridge to the, the Indiana. Yeah, we've done it a few times. It's a uh, it's nice. I've never, I've never done that. I don't the think weather I... was so nice on Saturday. And oh, I, I know. It got the, so cold again. I know. The, I had the windows open. Um, I didn't go outside at all. But I got sunburned. Always do. I don't even notice. I didn't notice. Yeah, neck and like the arms. Like, oh, I've got like the farmer's tan. Guy. Oh, you know what? I mean, look at me. I've got driver's tan. Yeah. I mean, my left arm is darker than my right. Mary's like, there's no way you'll get burned. Like we're we're hitting golf balls for an hour and eating outside like at nighttime. I was like, yep, <laughs> you don't know me. The the Smarty Jones Derby where it rained the entire time. I got a horrible sunburn because it was like sunny through the clouds for like five minutes. How far is the bridge to walk across? How far is that river? Um, I get tired driving it, let alone walking it. It only takes like I'd say probably like, if you walk. I mean, we had kids, so like we stopped a bunch. But if you walk like nonstop, it probably takes about I don't know. 15 minutes to walk across. So it's like a mile, half a mile? A little bit less than a mile. It's a long walk. I don't know if I get it. I guess one part of me wants to kind of do it at some point before I go, but the other part of me like looks at it and goes, I don't want to do it. It's not like a huge thing. It's just. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me, though, because I grew up so. I think John did it by himself pretty much. <laughs> He's a lot younger and better shape than I am. Uh, he's a lot more energy than me as well. I mean, I'm I'm struggling to wonder if I can get up the little like spiral thing to the top level. I'm getting across the spiral it. thing's harder than the actual. Yeah, bridge. Oh, I know. I imagine because you're going uphill. I mean, that's that's that is definitely more wear and tear on the knees and back. Uh, and also, part of me though, just, I, I kind of always want to do it, even though I'm lazy and out of shape. But like growing up for so long, seeing that bridge in the middle of the river with no connection to either side, like just always, that was always like I, I always was fascinated with that with that bridge growing up. And of course, for the longest time, you knew nothing because you didn't have the internet to look it up and find out its history and, and that we can now. And, this sounds like a very personal thing for you. I was like, yeah, it was kind of cool. Like I always saw this. I always wondered, like, why is this 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 train bridge like literally in the middle of the river? Like, we need to get no, you across this bridge with no connection. And of course, now you know now it is connected. But avalanche beat the crack, and you're going across that bridge. And if the crack can beat the avalanche, you're watching shallow. I'll watch Howl. shallow. Howl. Okay. There it is. It's a, God, I feel like I'm about to walk across this damn bridge because it's not very common. What have I done for shallow? I mean, it's not a gigantic ask. It's a, it's it's a, on a you. Nice... I'm 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 going to twist your arm to watch a 90 minute comedy, which you'll probably laugh at. And what do I get in return? Oh, I lose. I got to die of sweat and exhaustion somewhere between here and the Ohio and in, in Indiana across the Ohio River. There were at least just when I when I perish. On the walking, just pushed me over the edge. There were people in worse shape on the walking bridge than you. <laughs> yeah, they were rascals. Do I have to walk it or can I just go across it? You're not getting a rascal for the walking bridge. <laughs> now I'm just picturing it. I was going to get a segue. Excuse me? I'm actually going to get a segue and do it. On your left. <laughs> on your left. Still coming on your left. Like people are like, like, you're not going past me. You're going the same speed. <laughs> left. <laughs> left. <laughs> I mean, people do bikes on it, right? Oh, yeah, lots of bikes. Okay, so what's the difference between a bike and a rascal? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've got to move your legs on a bike. Uh, you, you, I don't have to move my legs. I, I, I you can don't move have my to legs. move your legs on a rascal. I can. Why don't you just bike across then? 
well, if I'm going to get a bike, why don't I just get an automatic bike? What's the point? Why don't I just drive across the Kennedy? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, what about like a moped? No, you can't take a moped across the Can you take a moped on the floor? No. <laughs> get you a scooter. Can I take a scooter? Scoot your ass across there, yeah. <laughs> Make that happen. We scoots 2.0. Uh, 502-414-4050 is the Thornton's text line. We'll take some thoughts on, that you guys had on uh, L. Ellis here. Uh, Texter says, TK, obsessed with the bridge to nowhere. The metaphors are strong today. It was, I mean, as a kid, it was really cool because you're like, why is this thing in the middle of the river? And again, we didn't have the internet, so I couldn't look. I mean, I don't know how old I was until I realized what it was called. I mean, probably in my you know late 20s by then when I had computers look it up. Texas, the bridge isn't that far. Maybe a five-minute walk, and there's some great places to eat on the Indiana side. I think it's longer than five minutes, but I, I'll take your word for it because every time I've been, we've had kids, and it's just you know they want to stop and they want to. Stop. But there are great places to eat across the, the Indiana side. They have a parlor pizzas like right there, yeah. and some other good spots there. And you stop and just like throw stuff off the bridge into the river. That didn't happen. No. Can you do that? No. Because I, I mean, that was when I used to when I used to hang out on the bridge down in, in Briarwood Park in the Beargrass Creek that goes on. I used to just, you know, flip cigarette butts and stuff into the. Into no, that's the that's that's not just frowned upon. I think it's technically illegal. I can't flick a cigarette butt off the off the bridge on, while I'm walking across. No. Why not? Well, I think it's going to destroy the river. <laughs> it'll be that'll be the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's just, it, in flames. It's just seen like in Simpsons movie when he drops the the, the, the big poop in there. It turns the black and the skull and bones show up. Yeah, that's it's the last. It's at its wit's end. Texas, well, Trev, you're never going to get more active and in shape by continuing to not do anything. I'm trying, though. I'm, I'm hoping to prove you wrong at some point, Texas. Texas, no offense, Trevor. You're not making it across that bridge, much less, much less up the ramp to get to the top. I think I can make it up the ramp. At that point, though, it's going to be... The ramp's the hardest part. Oh, I, I if you get to the yeah. ramp, you're good. They've got benches on the bridge. You can take your time. You can wait a little bit. That's that's probably a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can hang out. They've got music going. It's nice. How 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 accessible is it to like getting a stretcher up there? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> that just says like they finally come up there. You're like, no, I just need a wheelchair. Just put me in one. Just put me. In. Just push me. <laughs> you have to push. I'm going back downhill the ramp. Just give me give me a little oomph and I'll, I'll take it. I can I can I can direct it from there. I'm just picturing you out of control on the wheelchair on the ramp like that kid from Mac and me. <laughs> no. Oh, what a horrible movie. Texas Trev losing a bet means he has to eat a salad or go for a walk across the walking bridge is hilarious, not to mention him already being 0 and 1. <laughs> it wasn't even a bet. You just you said you would do it if Jeff Brom came. Yeah, that wasn't a bet. The bet, I, but I mean, I guess they own one if you count the Scoot team. You bet that. Yeah, you did lose five hundred dollars. <laughs> Something tells me halfway up this ramp, I'm gonna be like, "Can I just give me five hundred dollars?" I think out of the three, like this, that was the easiest for you to do. Just give away the five hundred dollars. I lost a bet uh, back in my Glen Oaks days, and I had to caddy uh, for a member uh, during like he was a member, member, or member guest weekend, whatever one of those huge weekends they have up there. And uh, but I had to caddy it by walking, no cart. Ooh. And I don't know if you've ever been. Glen Oaks is very hilly. I've been played at Glen Oaks before. Uh, at the at, during the turn, I just gave the guy two hundred fifty bucks and said, "I'm done." <laughs> Glen Oaks is the course where my buddy lost a cart into that, uh, like the the side pond. Like went down one of those gigantic hills, 
all by itself and just uh it was a bad moment he i think he was the one that, if i remember right the, the member was the one that even brought up the, the the buyout with me because he's like i didn't like, I, just, I think you're gonna die if we take you out there play <laughs> we laugh but it's it's true <laughs> Jason, I love you, TK, but you better pray the Kraken win the series. You're not making it all the way up and across that big four. I've never. If they, if they save me from walking that and make you watch Shallow How, I will legitimately be 100% Kraken. Texas Trevor's driving test story. I was gasping for air. Which story? Your driver's test. Story. Oh, it was so horrible. The woman's screaming in the next seat. She's like slamming her foot on the like the, 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 the teacher brake. It's like, it's not working. I'm like, no bleep. <laughs> What'd you get on your driver's test? I got 98. Did you really? Yeah, because I didn't get blamed for that because it's her fault. So like you just got like a free pass. I, the only thing I got the only thing I got dinged for was my rolling stop at a, re, a stop sign. Uh, Who doesn't get dinged for that? I got ding I, I had two I got a ninety six. I remember that. I got dinged for I wasn't I was like a couple of inches on my the, the parallel park. I was like a couple of inches away from the curb, more than was supposed to. And then when I was leaving the parallel park, I didn't put my turn signal on. Those were the two things. But I remember it was like super, I was, the, I was the first guy in the morning, first person in the morning to go. And my driver's instructor, I'm pretty sure, was like half asleep the entire time. And he knew, not the instructor, the guy giving me the test. He knew my driver's instructor who showed up with me because I needed to use his car because we didn't have a car. Yeah. The only car we had was like my mom's gigantic Lincoln Town car. I was like, I'm not parallel parking. Oh, the thing. thing is, I had to do the same thing. I had to take my parallel parking in like a Lincoln too. And it was amazed I did so well on it because... But I didn't realize they give you like 30 feet to Peril Park. Yeah, it was like no one gets 30 feet in real life to Peril Park anywhere ever. The dude giving the test was like, you could tell like early on he saw I could drive and was like, all right, let's just get this over. With. I want to go back in and have some coffee because like my driver's test took like three minutes. I came back and I remember my mom was waiting with the instructor and he was like, he's like, I've never seen one that quick. He's like, this might be bad news. And I was like, no, it was fine. I was like, he like, I literally did like after I went out on the road, he gave me like the, you know, do like the whatever point turn and like the parallel park. And he's like, you're good. That's it. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, did, Done. Two things. One, because I know you're not that far behind me. A, did you go out on the main roads when you did your driving test at all, as well as the, the course inside Bowman Field? We did very briefly. Okay. And, we went out onto Taylorsville or whatever that is. Yeah. And and two, did you, did was your, how long did, were you, were they already making people wait like six months or a month for their license? When we, you, I, we had to wait six months. For, okay. See, I was only on 30 days. We had, I had a permit for, Six months, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. I didn't know how long after I got my license they started doing that. Yeah, and then we had to do that's ridiculous. You had to do like uh, how many hours of driver's ed, which is like the I told that story before where we had like the meanest driver's ed teacher of all time. It's the guy who brought the car. Um, he recently passed, but he was like, he made a girl cry the second day that was there. She like got in and she was like, she's like, I don't really know anything. Like, and he's like, all right, he's like, you'll be fine. Start the car. And he was, she was like, I don't know how to start it. And he was like. My one-year-old grandson knows how to do three things. <laughs> Cry, bleep his pants, and turn on a car. And she just starts bawling and cried the entire time. It was. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Now, have you seen, I, I won't put this on the list, but have you seen the 80s classic License to Drive? I've not. Where he's, Corey Hames trying class. to get his license, and Uncle Phil is his instructor. And like he, during the test, like he, he has like a, like a full cup of coffee. And he puts it on the dash, and he's like, if that spills one drop on me, you fail this test. Good Lord. He's, like, trying to go uphill in the cup of coffee. Just, you know. <laughs> I do remember there was one day where we, like, went downtown to drive. And, I mean, and it was one of the kids driving. It was, like, the, the scene in Clueless where she accidentally goes on the interstate. And he's just like, he's like, ah! He's like, he's like, you're fine. She's in the left lane. He's like, ah! 
<laughs> with a back saying, like, we're definitely going to die. We're dying, yeah. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, there was also one time where he ran an errand, and we sat in the car, like, there's like three like, teenage kids. Awesome. We sat in the car for like 30 minutes while he was in this, this somebody's house. We're renting a movie. Oh, he's probably buying drugs. <laughs> I was fine. I was like, just, get, I was like, fine. This is fine. Less driving for me, the better. Let's just get me out of this thing. I think I, I think I ended up, like, not driving that day. He, like, just put, he would let you drive home at the end, like, you would drive to your house. And like I think that was the only time that I got behind the wheel. I was like, fine. I was like, I just need to get this over with. It probably was all like he's like peeing out. He's itching his neck and over there. <laughs> Texas Trevor can ride a hover round over the bridge with a cooler of beer. I mean, I don't need the beer, but the the hover rounds, yeah. <laughs> Is that the thing where you stand on it and like a little hoverboard? Like it's got like the two like like the kids do like yeah. I don't know if I. How do they make those things go forward? I don't know. I've never. I've never been on one. Are they like connected to your mind? Like I never got. I don't know how those things work. But it's the closest thing to a, a, a back to the future hoverboard we have, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Texas, I finally listened to the Friday podcast. Here's my input on the sitting while peeing as a man. Oh come on. Sitting while peeing. Listen, I don't want to go back to this. That's only an hour on Friday. When I was young, I saw an episode of Drake and Josh where Josh said that peeing while sitting down is better for your prostate or something like that. I don't fully remember, it, and it's been forever. Needless to say, I took it way too literally and started sitting down to pee every once in a while. Now, only when I am home, I will sit down to pee more often than not because of that and also because I'm incredibly lazy. Medical advice from Josh and Drake. That, that's where you should go. With. I'm glad they find that, that, that one of the actors was like missing on Friday. Oh, was he? From oh. Josh and Drake. Yeah. I never watched Josh and Drake, so I'm not it's, familiar with it's, the show. It's beyond our time. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. I thought that might have been your time. No, it's, you it's, it's younger. Too, I was too old for it. Okay. Texas had a buddy who failed his driver's test. We gave him so much bleep for that back in high school. No, I did originally. I've told this failed my eye exam. Like I went in there and I failed it. And they were like, you need glasses. So the next day I went and got glasses. I was so max. I came back the next day and was like, had the glasses out. And they were just like, okay, go on and do your written test. Right. Yeah. Like I got the glasses though. I can show you. I mean, like, no, you got them. It's enough effort. <laughs> Texas says, uh, is the bridge connected to your mind? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, because I said it's the hoverboard connected to your mind. Like, Texas, how do you know to go forward in that thing? Texas, how many movies are on Trevor's list for Mike now over under on 132? Uh, I just started doing the list recently. Uh, and I told you during the break. Do you remember what I told you it was at? You during, said it was at eight. Now it's at nine. Uh, New Jack City. Yeah, New Jack City was nine. I won't put License to Drive on there, even though it's a classic Corey and Corey movie with a very young uh, Heather Graham in it. If we legitimately did this from like the start, really drunk and like, from the start yeah. of the show, from like two August ago, I'd be willing to bet that you've told me to watch at least seventy-five movies. It's got to be movies. I won't even include TV. Yeah, it, it, movies seventy-five at least. It, for a while there, I felt like it was like four a day. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch all these movies. I'm sorry. Oh, one day we are. Well, and then one day we could just do a contest. Whoever, whoever takes her can get. Can guess the most movies on the list and get a prize. When the kids hit eighteen, I was going to spend a full year just watching the, the movies that Trevor told me to watch two decades ago. So I was waiting it. for you and your married hit retirement. Like, honey, I know you wanted to go to Hawaii, but instead we're going to the. I den. got some movies to watch. I got some movies to watch, and by then, God knows how many we'll be up to. I'm just sitting there like seventy five. Like this is so bad. Most of this list is in the nineties too. We haven't even gotten to two thousand. This sucks. <laughs> Texas hover rounds are the carts for elderly people. Bad business. Oh, that's right. The hover round. It was like the it was like the rascal before the rascal became a thing. Oh, okay, okay. Hover round. They had like those infomercials. <laughs> I do remember that. Texas hover round had the commercial with the guy singing terribly. Yeah, hover round. 
Uh, you he's, can at buy- the, he's at the Grand Canyon, right? Exactly. He's like, <laughs> you can buy one for only six hundred and sixty. I mean, if the guy can take the Grand Canyon and hover around, I can go across the four, Big Four Bridge. Six sixty-three. That's a that's a lofty price for a hover around. Six sixty-three. It's kind of like they're telling you you're about to go to hell. Six sixty-three eighty-eight. Apparently, 66. according to this graphic. Texture says, if you all like LA Confidential, you should check out the new Perry Mason. Is there a new Perry Mason? Yeah, it's been recommended to us before. I, didn't know that. I mean, I've, I've seen the old Perry Mason. Yeah. Texture says, uh, or your voice stays there, said, has Trevor told you to watch the movie The World According to Garp? Oh, I love The World According to Garp. Have you? Have you? No. That's on the list. That's 10, though. Oh, that movie's awesome. It's uh, Put it on the board. Yes. <laughs> Robin Williams. Uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close is a nurse who who's a, 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 a huge feminist and hates men, but she wants a baby. So to get a baby, she uh, she's a nurse in the uh, in the military, and a guy comes in completely almost brain dead, barely alive, but he gets a boner, so she bangs him to get pregnant. You and have told me about this movie before. It has Robin me Williams, yeah. Maude Lebowski. Yeah. I, no, well, I don't think Maude. It reminds me of the... the oh, okay, yeah, She yeah. just wants a, a mindless dude to, to get her... But it's, it's a... It came out early '80s. It is yes, it is definitely. You on You have the told list. me about this movie before. World according to Garb. I think I purchased that one on Amazon. Texas, Arkansas has got that Walmart money. I guess, but like still. But that's not the point. I mean, get to have the money, but my point is that you're there's he's the third option, at best third option for sure in terms of the salary scale. Where here he'd be what number two at worst, maybe one. He'd be number one, right? Maybe. I mean, it depends on how they you know. What they're going to give him, Mako and these other kids. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Texas, can we just start lying to players? I'm sick of all this being honest with recruits crap. I mean, how do we know we're being honest? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Are we lying? I don't know. Remember last year, I, had that, I finally broke down, had that big spiel, and I was like, just lie to me, Kenny. I was like, just don't, just tell me. Like, I don't even care. Just like for a little bit, let's lie to players. It's all good here. You can do whatever you want. I mean, the fact he's telling us everything's getting better seems like a lie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. Texas, the longer the Mbaco recruitment draws out, the less I like U of L's chances. I mean, yeah, it's understandable for sure. Like, I, I'm not panicking yet because maybe the kid wants to talk some things through. But yeah, any time that you are the reported leader, and we have been reported by multiple scouting services to be the leader here, and it takes the longer it goes, the worse it is for you, right? Because then things change. I, I mean. If we lose him to the pros, that's one thing. Because w- when the announcement officially was w- initially was made, or I guess before it was even official, the murmuring from everybody was, it's, it's U of L or he's going to go pro. And if we lose him like North Carolina or, God forbid, St. John's, then it's going to sting significantly. Are North Carolina St. John's schools' names listed in by him specifically? He hasn't listed anything, but everybody who's written about his recruitment has said Carolina will be involved. And then St. John's, I think, has, has been reported to be well, going. And I just added Jaden Withers. They don't need another player. Exactly. He's in Baco. Would that be the best thing Withers did for his to us as a, as a U of Get us McKenzie and Baco. Let's go to North Carolina and cause him to come to us instead. Yeah. I can't imagine exactly. that, that would be the deciding factor. But <laughs> if it was, it would be nice. Um, oh God, I'm just seeing somebody on his Instagram post commenting, McKenzie Square Garden. That's terrible. Ooh, what? Johnny for life. Have some self-pride. You lost me. Who are you talking about? St. John's. He's talking about, he wants him to go to St. John's. McKenzie Square Garden. Ah, okay. okay. Could not be more of a, yeah. That's that's, that's bad, man. All these St. John's fans are just flooding his mentions. (laughs) 
pumped to see you at the Garden next season. Come on. God, if we lose him to St. John's, that's going to be tough. At least we don't play him. Oh, I'm seeing why, because the, the, the report came out from Adam Zagori. Rick Pitino is meeting with Mackenzie and Baco today. So there is, there is well, some, I like that. There's some smoke to that fire. I don't though. like that at all. That's. I mean, at first I would think his name would be connected just by just the fact that Rick Pitino's at St. John's. He's a big recruit. Let's just put two and two together, whether it's two two or not. But if you actually meet him, that means there's smoke, and that means there's fire, and that means they met, they're going to get burned. They met today. He received his official release from Duke apparently two hours ago. So. Um, Rick Pitino didn't waste no time, does he? Well, not that we didn't know that already. Mm. <laughs> Please don't go to St. John's. I want Rick to have success, but I, I can't. You're already regretting the Rick Pitino to St. John's wish. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to take the number six player in the class away from us at the last second, that would be pretty difficult. Texter says, uh, three-guard lineup, huge NIL, and chance to play for a national championship. That seems legit to me. If it's a three guard lineup, I'm not sure that he's still cracking that lineup. Yeah, I mean, and again, you, he'll run four guards at a time sometimes. I mean, but still, I mean, if you're, I mean, what 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 do you? I mean, the ceiling of minutes you're playing is what like 25 maybe a game. I would guess so, unless he just goes up there and tears it up. And he's gonna have to be better defensively if he's gonna get on the floor and stay on the floor because well, look, he won't care as much about the defense. But he doesn't, but like. They play at a frenetic pace. Mark was a good defensive player at Houston, and that's a good defensive program. Um, the kid at Cincinnati, they played good def- defense under Wes Miller. Um, Menafield is interesting because they play that Mike Hopkins 2-3 zone at Washington. Uh, and then, who am I forgetting? Who else just went? Oh, Khalif Battle from Temple. Like They yeah. play decent defense at Temple. Like L is, I'd be willing to bet, the guy who has the longest road to go as far as on the defensive end, but they do play a frenetic pace. That'll be a little bit easier for him. And he doesn't have to, like, conserve energy. He can just go, you know, I'm trying to say B to the wall without actually saying it, Well, whenever he's on the floor. So hopefully that will help him out. Texas, do colleges give the players NIL money, or is it businesses in the college, or 100% business, or 100% college? It's 100% business, isn't it? It's not, a, I mean, it's not the college per se, but they can back collectives that are able to give these kids money. But if a business wants to give a kid money, the university can't stop him, right? No. No, not, not, no. Uh, Although there's weird laws got passed in Arkansas. Not weird. Like these, we we had laws passed in Arkansas last week that directly go against, two of them go against the NIL rules that the NCAA has set up. So we're just, nothing's ever going to get fixed here. Like it's just, it's all a mess. Texas, as of right now, next year's roster is somehow looking worse than last year's inexperienced and unbalanced. We just need a couple more big guards that can shoot or dribble to finish it off. Um, it was looking worse, but definitely inexperienced. And unbalanced, yeah, for sure. For... I mean, it's a, as of right now, it's an oddly constructed roster, <laughs> which we said last year. Yeah. And everybody was like, eh, it'll be fine. Like, well, it, it wasn't. I'll say it for the millionth time on the show. Unless we get a really good transfer portal guard, it's hard for me to envision us being like 20 win good or NCAA tournament good. I think we'll be, I mean, surely to God, we're going to be better next year. I think Sky Clark will be an upgrade. I think Sky Clark's going to be good. He needs help back there. Trenton Flowers can give you a little bit of help. I don't know if he's ready to be a natural too. He's also a reclass true freshman. We have no idea what we're getting with Corn Davis. We. Except that he's suitable for the ACC. Well, his frame is. 
size and length are suitable. Uh, what is game was this precise? That's great. At least he didn't say adequate. Makes me feel I was bad. like suitable. <laughs> no character quotes. <laughs> I mean, I I think if you get him Baco, he's one of those guys who I think is just so good that he can help you out in a number of ways. But I still don't think that we're tournament good unless we get a capable guard. I mean, we all know what's going to happen. Baco's going to go to Arkansas. If he goes to Arkansas, I'll just stop. I'll, I'll be like, I'm not following any recruiting anymore. No more transfer portal updates. We're not playing the song anymore. It's done. We still haven't played the song today. We haven't played the song today. Well, but we haven't talked about our own portal yet. We have not. We have not. Um, Teresa, speaking of the hover round, did you know that the inventor of the Segway died from crashing his Segway off the side of a cliff? Is that true? <laughs> like, was it a suicide? I can't imagine. What a way to die, man. Driving your Segway. Like, it's like the like, lamest Dumbin Louise reenactment ever. A former coal miner, he Jimmy Heseldon, he became wealthy by manufacturing the Hesco Bastion barrier system. In 2009, he bought Segway and famously died in 2010 from injuries sustained from falling off a cliff while riding his own Segway. So he didn't create Segway. He wasn't the inventor. But he did buy the Segway company. And then he... <laughs> How much money to get up coal mine? I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny, but he 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 did he did die on a Segway. <laughs> did he try to take the Segway to the Grand Canyon and yell off the up the cliff? Segway, Segway. Texas. Did I he doubt- do it after the Paul Bart movie came out? Twenty ten. No, it would have been after. Yeah, I remember down in Birmingham for the NCAA tournament. When we watched the uh, when Louisville played Oklahoma. Like I was so baffled by the amount of Segway salt being used by the Birmingham police. Oh, the segways are everywhere. It was like it was like this, it was the first time I'd ever like been in, like engulfed in segways. Anytime you're on anywhere in vacation, I mean, we saw them. They were everywhere in Italy. They're everywhere, and like if you go to a beach place, but like, you yeah, but you don't see them like in, you don't. I don't see them around. Louisville. No, nobody's like taking touristy trips around. Louisville. So segway did re- they replace like the little moped from like for your Key West trip? Kind of, yeah. Like when you go down to the beach, you'd always see people on like the little mopeds. Now they've been replaced. Which why would you want to do that? It's like, well, you got to stand up and do it. Moped, you're sitting down. That's just stupid. People like them. I don't know. Mm. But I mean, they were everywhere in Italy. I would always be like, Snapchat, like these losers. Get them out of my face. It's ruining everything. <laughs> Texas, I doubt the Waltons are contributing to Arkansas's NIL. I guess. I don't know. There's no way they're not They're not contributing. It's the Waltons. I mean, the only other money they've got is Bill Clinton. I have no idea. Um, Texas, I've tried looking up some of these ancillary movies that Trevor has mentioned in passing. Uh, and there is no way to watch some of these movies unless you buy the DVDs or, God forbid, the VHS is off eBay. No, you, every one of them is available on Amazon Prime for stream purchase. Every one that you're mentioning? Major- uh, yeah. I don't uh, believe that. I, I, I don't think I've ever come. Only one movie I've ever looked up that the Amazon Prime did not offer, and that was uh, uh, Green Street Hooligans, the original version with Elijah Wood. Don't ask me if I've seen it. Huh? Don't ask me if I've ever seen it, please. I, I want to re-see it to see if it holds up because I remember liking it when I first saw it back in the early 2000s, but I want to see if it holds water. So, and if it does, then I will recommend it. It's a soccer movie where Elijah Wood goes over to visit like family in England and gets caught up in a soccer hooligan group. And uh, It's, again, one of the only two Elijah Wood movies I like, that and Faculty, which I know you've seen. I have seen The Faculty. So, I mean. Of course I've seen The Faculty. <laughs> of course. It's got Josh Harnett. You love Josh Harnett. For a brief period there, he was great. There, there, you, 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 you just waited for waited for the day to see him open his eyes completely. That's it, yeah. And it's still he cut his own hair. He would admit because, that back to that. <laughs> he met Paul Pearl Harbor 
<laughs> destroyed his career. <laughs> I don't know if this texter meant to send this in like three months ago or two months ago. It was, just, it was in his drafts, but it just said Louisville could win the ACC tournament five games and the NCAA tournament six games and would still finish 12 games under 500, 15-27. How sad is that? Well, I, I was it would have ended up being 28, but... <laughs> well, at first I thought I was like, Master P's texting in? We're going to <laughs> What's the area code on that number there? <laughs> I did like we had that like meeting beforehand, and him and Christopher Tuex was like, if they were able to do this, it'd be a big talking point. And I was like, well, yeah, it would, I think the rest of the country would be talking about. The this. party you want to pull out the Tia Carrera from Wayne's World, and if a frog had wings, he wouldn't hop his butt when he. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, let's let's do it. I'll be very happy. We'll we'll do another show for sure. Um, I right, take a break. When we come back, we didn't get into Lamar Jackson stuff. We'll get into the Jalen Hurts stuff. We'll take a more a couple more of your guys' text. Text line's been blowing up today. We appreciate it. It's Monday. We appreciate the the liveliness, the interacting. It's your damn show as well. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. We'll be back after this here on the Big X. Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 The Big X. Reminder, if you have air conditioning problems this spring or summer, call our friends over at AirServe. They have technicians available for you 24-7. Doesn't matter any hour, any day. 502-785-8600. If you call that number, someone's going to be available to take your call, and then there'll be a technician available to come out to your home, fix your problem, 502-785-8600. Call them today and get a tune-up for just $49 and for a limited time. Get up to 60 months, no interest financing on a qualifying root system. AirServe, 502-785-8600 or airserve.com slash Louisville. All right, TK, let's talk uh, your boy, Jalen Hurts. Got paid today. Got paid. People are excited about this. People are also here locally are trying to tie it back into how it it reflects on Lamar Jackson and what's going to happen there. But Jalen Hurts and the Eagles reach a five-year, $255 million extension, which includes $179 $0.304 million guaranteed. He becomes the highest-paid player in NFL history in a deal negotiated by uh, the Clutch Sports. I, lo- I love Cole how – I think it was Adam Schefter. You're reading his tweet, I think. Correct. Like, I love how he does include, like, the agent's name in there. I, I, Nicole Lynn. Like, somebody had to pay extra that, for that. That's got to be a shot at Lamar, right? You think? I mean, do you think it's not? I mean – Go back and look through Adam Schefter's tweet. I guess that probably makes sense. Has he ever once mentioned the agent involved in the negotiations of any other free agent signing? It does seem like a, yeah, now that you say that, <laughs> negotiated by Nicole Lynn and Eagles GM Howie Rose. Yeah, it's I like, mean, that's, okay. that's got to be a shot. There's no way it's not. It's either that or Nicole Lynn's paying him something to get her name out there a little bit more. I guess, but again, I, I, I follow Adam Schefter. I don't read his tweets like religiously, but. I'd be willing to bet you dollars of donuts. He's never mentioned an agent before in any other, unless maybe it was like Drew Rosenhauser or something. Right. I mean, and God knows how long ago that probably was. I mean, the last time he probably mentioned agent might have been when he, Master P was representing Ricky Williams. <laughs> I don't think we had we didn't have to win her then. 
I don't know if it's maybe it's because she's becoming a big deal. Because I'm seeing a lot of people that are like calling her out by name, I've never and I know heard she's become a yeah, she's become a, a big deal in recent uh, months. I feel like I'm hearing her more and more. But yeah, okay, it just it's it, I don't know. It's, okay, here Chargers resigned Jalen Guyton. I don't see any agent rest of the day. Who? <laughs> Jalen Guyton, Guyton, hmm. wide receiver for uh, he's the journeyman wide receiver. Now this also comes along with the news. I, I think it was is it Schefter or somebody else who was on. Um, the Pat McAfee show. Uh, in Rappaport, on the went on the Pat McAfee show okay. today and said that now the the Ravens, acting very quickly here, have offered Lamar Jackson a deal that includes two hundred million dollars guaranteed money. So they're trying to be like, hey, told you, like this is yeah, you might get more guaranteed money than Jalen Hurts now. This has to float your boat. Let's get this done. We got OBJ. Let's go. Uh, that's the, I mean, it's the new the, word here. The, 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 the country he did sign was apparently very similar to the one that, that, that yeah, Lamar did turn down. Right. Um, I'm looking at it right now. The Hertz value is 255. Lamar's was 250. Guaranteed to 179.3 for Hertz. Lamar turned down 175. So, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if Lamar just, just wants, feels it's because Deshaun Watson and, 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 and Murray were able to get those. Feels that maybe every the market should be there. Hertz apparently didn't feel that way. This thankfully. would have to be something that would sway him. You would think, right? Like, I mean, it's got. I mean, it's not like we're, you're getting chump change in his deals. I mean, it's just a matter. We're just. I think it's the league saying, "Hey, listen. I get one day we're going to get to where Watson's contract is, but can we get yet. there in like ten years exactly. instead of like now?" And also, I think that's what franchises have been trying to to make happen. I do see Ian Rapport's tweet does mention he actually mentions the Nicole Lynn, her account by name at ancient Nicole Lynn did the deal, which includes, yeah, I don't know if that's a, you're getting some traction off of her name or if it's just a, a subtle juxtaposing that situation and Lamar Jackson situation with him not having an agent. I don't know, but it's a, uh, it, yes, yeah, I see he retweeted like fire more history from angel. And there you go. Yeah. yeah it, it has to be the thing, but my guess is this deal between Lamar and the Ravens gets done now. It, the relatively near future. I have to assume that this is going to sway him a little bit. I mean, Hertz got his new contract, like you said, 179.3 million guaranteed for injury. Lamar, the contract he turned down, 175. Yeah, very similar. I mean, you've got to, if, if you're Lamar, like, you know. And if you're Lamar, you can't be like, well, why is he getting a little more? Well, he, he has, Most, done, yeah, he's, he took a team to the Super Bowl, and he's like, he, he's like 22 and four as a starter. He's been pretty damn good. Uh, I know your record's good, been good, Lamar, too, but he's won more, he won more playoff games last year than you have in your, in your three attempts. And he also, I mean, he ended up, he won MVP, didn't he? Or did Mahomes win MVP? No, he didn't get an MVP. No, he didn't, like, I think Mahomes got if it. If he played the full season, he would have had a shot. Like, you, you could, he yeah. had an MVP caliber yeah, season. Yeah, people do forget he did set the last two games. Right. He, he had, games. He, he had an MVP caliber season. Yeah. Which you know you could say that about like you know Sean Watson's never been in an MVP race. All these other guys, Kyler Murray's never been in an MVP race. Jalen Hurts has been right there. Like he's this should move the needle with Lamar more than I think some of these other contracts that we've been talking about. These comparisons we've been talking about. Um, and I hope it does get done because I think I think Baltimore is a good fit for Lamar. I'd like to see him follow through on all those initial promises and those initial goals that he set up for himself when they drafted him. Are they still a good fit now that they don't have the same kind of offense? Well, we'll find team. out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, I guess we're going to have to find out this season, but I, I do. I mean, Harbaugh still clearly trusts in him. They still, they have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. I like that. They're both still there. I, I'd like to see this thing get worked out, but I'm glad it's worked out with Philadelphia. Me too. I, and I know a lot of somebody is out there wants to be a hater and be like, well, maybe it was just a flash in the pants season. What are you going to do? 
we'll find our way around. You know what? We gave Wentz a huge deal like this post our Super Bowl championship, and we had to end up getting rid of him. And you know, I, I when it comes to when it comes to working the finances of the, of this team, I trust Howie Roseman. I'm with you. I mean, granted, Wentz's deal was nowhere near this amount. I think his was close to a more of a hundred guaranteed. I think it was like a 88 signing bonus, 88 with a signing bonus close to hundred guaranteed. Uh, it was a five year deal extension as well, but I'm still pretty big. De- I mean, <laughs> the differences in just four years between the, the two extensions is kind of massive, but I, I, I trust that if there, if for some reason there's a way to have to get around this in two years, then maybe this was just a, a flash in the pants, which I hope it wasn't. Then I trust the Eagles team to know what they're doing. I mean, they, they seem to be on a, pretty good trajectory. I mean, Roseman, with the exception of the two years that Chip Kelly took over and, and pooped all over our roster, has been pretty much our front office guy for going on, you know, 10 years. And since Andy Reid really left, I guess, mostly in 2013. You miss the Big Papa. I do miss Big Papa. Super Bowl champion. I know, it's that hurt. But, you know, at least at least I, I can't, I don't, I'm not mad at him for it. It was, it was the, it was the, it was the uncle, Carl Sheffers, who abused us. <laughs> Took advantage of us and, and did us wrong. Uh, five was two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. I hate you, Carl Sheffers. <clears throat> Don't make me see you on the Big Four Bridge. Is he still number one? Like the the TK hate list right oh, now? Oh yeah, he's getting. If I do do good boot, do good voodoo, I might be giving him bad ones. I don't want anything bad happen health wise. I just want him like to tear his ACL and end his refereeing career. Like he can go back and like do like sell like uh, car parts. What I think he sells car batteries in the offseason. Uh, Texas says, I just confirmed that the offer they were talking about the McAfee show was the contract Lamar turned down in the fall, not a new offer. Well, that wouldn't make sense then if it was because we know that he, the offer he turned down is being reported to be $175 million. The, it was being reported. $175 million guaranteed. guaranteed. The new offer that was out there, the tweet that was out there talking about what he said was $200 million guaranteed. So those are two different totals, but we'll get to the bottom of it. Hopefully they do have an offer uh, of around $200 million. And we still get one more year of Jalen Hurts on a cheap deal, too, because he still has one more year on his rookie deal, technically. Uh, this is just an extension. This goes into effect in, in two years. It's the Eagles' world. Carl Shepard's just living it. Multiple draft picks in the first round again this year, including the 10th pick. We'll move, We'll be moving in the draft coming next week. I, I have a good feeling we're going to either move up or down in this draft. You're getting support on the, uh, the World According to Garp. Oh, it's an awesome movie. Texas World According to Garp is great. You'll never look at John Lithgow the same way. Oh, yeah. Garp, be careful of the undertoad. Is the quote. <laughs> yeah. Means nothing to me but Trevor Light. Always keep your eyes on the road when you're driving home. Texas, my my friends and I brought this up. Based on actors and story, Mighty Ducks, Heavyweights, and Dodgeball oddly works as a trilogy. Thoughts? Uh, I'm trying to think how that would work. I mean, it, Goldberg's in all three, right? Or no, he's in. Goldberg's not in Heavyweights, is he? Isn't he Josh? Goldberg isn't heavyweights. He's Josh, the one that shaves the, the, the balloon, right? Goldberg's not in uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball, no. No, he's not in Dodgeball. That, that You're right. He's, but he's in he's in the other. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need the texture to kind of like lay that out for me. Like, I'm trying to, I, I guess I can see the connection somehow with Goldberg maybe, but I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, that I have an easier time when you hear the, the stories of Tarantino original plot was, True Romance, uh, Reservoir Dogs, and Pulp Fiction were all like one big movie, and he divided them into three. Hmm. And uh, I'm assuming you've seen all three, correct? Um, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and what's the other one? True Romance. I've never seen True Romance. It's good. I won't put it on the list just yet, but I might. Okay. He that was the because he didn't direct it. He wrote it and then sold the script, and he used that money to make Reservoir Dogs. Gotcha. 
and then and so on and so forth in history. But uh, but if you watch those three, I guess there there's a, the common connection if you if you think about it. But I just don't see. I'm trying to see where dodgeball connects to any of them. Yeah, I need the I need the text to give me more there. Yeah, I guess I guess it's, yeah, I don't get that one. Texas, my hypothesis on why Kenny Payne and Nolan Smith have been subpar at recruiting is because neither has endured any adversity in their coaching careers like Nate Oates, Dan Hurley, and Jim Laranega. Even if they were both fired, they both know they'll get a high major or an NBA job. So you're saying that they're not poor, hungry, and driven enough. I mean, maybe. I don't, I mean, I don't Payne know. Payne was an assistant for like two decades. I mean, Yeah, but his point is basically like, I mean, Payne's got all the money in the world now already. True. And if he gets fired, he'll have no problem landing a, a big-time job. Like Danny Hurley, a decade ago, was coaching high school basketball. Had no real. I mean, he's a Hurley. I mean, it's not like he's going to have any trouble getting some kind of. I mean, high school job. You know, he could always go back and coach with his brother wherever he is. Maybe. I mean, Bobby was with him in high school like twelve years, thirteen years ago before he started getting the college game. Like, if he'd gone to Wagner and just sucked, he would never have moved up the ranks. No one goes to Wagner and sucks. Well, it's not that was Mike my... Dean did. He got fired. There. Not my experience there. Uh, well, not that. One. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, uh, first of all, I don't know if you can say they've been subpart recruiting. They've got a top five class right now that could be number two if they get Mbako. They being UConn or? He's saying Kenny Payne and Nolan Smith. Oh, Kenny Payne, okay. Um, But if if you want to say it that way, I mean, I I, I can maybe buy that a little bit. Maybe you have to fall flat on your face and and see, like if Nolan goes to, let's say that we do have a terrible season this year and everybody gets fired and Nolan, who clearly wants to be a head coach at some point in his career, go somewhere else like he's probably going to have to you know, repair his his reputation repair his name if he wants to get a head coaching job um and maybe that would push him a little bit more i don't know i, I like to think that just i'd like to think that kenny payne coming back to his alma mater doing all the things that he said he wanted to do because he sees the program slipping and because he sees it you know losing its way a little bit and restoring the old feeling i'd like to think that would be a, enough of a motivator but i hope so maybe i mean I, I'll say this: all the players on last year's teams, the coaches, they're always like KP's always here. He's he's always in the building. He's always working. I don't think, and I I generally hope, but I really truly don't think that it was just a lack of effort on his end last year that that led to us winning four games. I'm trying I'm trying to think of new ways to say it nicely because people get talked about like you know, it was a bad season. Well, it's kind of hard to say because you, you, the other way could be like he just wasn't good enough as a coach yet, and I mean that just doesn't make his team. No, it doesn't. It's very hard to put lipstick on a pig of a four-win season. We found that out. We've tried. A number of times. I mean, I, we, we, we've tried. I yeah. don't think we've tried. Oh, God knows I've tried. You can't. You can't. I mean, we won four, we're Louisville and we won four games. I got hammered and still couldn't convince myself. Yeah. Texas is Eric Musselman the best navigator of the transfer portal. He gets whoever he wants, it seems like. I mean, he was. I mean, he was he, doing it in the freshman classes too. Remember last year was had the yeah. was was Black and Smith were freshmen. He was the king of the portal before the portal was even a thing. I mean, he killed it with transfers at Nevada. He killed it with transfers when he first got to Arkansas. They also, I mean, he's still. It's not like they're just building their team off of transfers. He had the nation's number two recruiting class last year, mm-hmm. and he's got two top thirty kids coming in this year. Now, it's and not yet, even they're not he, ranked as high because they don't have a full class, but they've got two top thirty players and now five of the best players in the transfer portal already locked down. I mean, he's been bringing a top. I mean, when his first year, he brought in the kid, the Moody kid. Yeah. I mean, I think he was from Arkansas, I think maybe, but Wait, still, what? I mean, keeping kids in Arkansas, listen, it doesn't always work. I mean, Blake Monk's from Arkansas, I think, and he went to UK. That was a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean. By the way, can you believe, I mean, we've got th- those three Kentucky players 
that are beating the Warriors now in the NBA playoffs. And I'm like, you couldn't beat Quentin Snyder. Couldn't do it. They were, they were good. About as good as Bam's ankles on, uh, on the perimeter. I, that, I mean, that's the only... It does baffle me. I brought this up on KFC Day how. Like, they're wear, and Monk and, and Box are literally wearing the opposite numbers that they wore in college. Like, Monk was ze- Monk wore zero and... and, and, uh, and uh, or, uh, yeah, Monk wore five and Box wore zero at UK. And now with the with the Kings, Fox wore zero and Monk wears... Swipe of the five. Fox. Yeah, it's kind of... And that's the one good UK team that we've beaten. Since Calipari got there. Monk's the so good. One. He still couldn't hit that clutch shot at the buzzer, he though. He couldn't. I thought it was going in. I was like, there's no way he's missing this. I mean, that team didn't even get to the Final Four. They didn't. They sucked. God, they would have won the national title, too. <laughs> TJ they... brought that up. He brought the officiating. I guess that's, is that the UK? I mean. They mad about officiating that game? If you're a UK oh, yeah, fan. They, oh, that was the Higgins game. If you could change one officiating call in UK history. Like, I don't know if there's one particular one in that 17 Elite Eight game or not, but. Like would would you switch that or the fifteen the the shot clock, shot clock violation? Yeah, against, shot clock was bad. Like those are the two that I know Kentucky fans hold on to. That's their two. Like where we have the one women's game against Mississippi State. Yeah. But, like I don't think because we don't have a men's one really, do we? Other than where the Pat- officials just like screwed us. Patrick Sparks traveling. You know? I mean, we bring that up a lot. I think people get mad about the officiating in the twenty fourteen Kentucky game too. Like, yeah, Poitras should have fouled out. Mango got destroyed on one play there. Like late, they let him get away with a little bit late, and then they when they. Even the game up, they kind of let. You know, the 08 North Carolina game annoys me. I still think, I, I, I mean, nah, Han- Tyler Hansbrough finished the game with, with, I think, 18 points and 13 fouls. Text says, uh, be honest, Mike, if you were in Baco, would you choose Patino or Payne? I hope he goes to Louisville, but I'm worried. Well, no, honest answer here. Yeah, as, honestly. As you? good as Rick Patino has been as a college coach, and, and as, as, I mean, I think he's the best college basketball coach of our generation. He's never had success with a one and done. Like he's never had a he's never had he's never coached a one and done. He's had guys that we thought could be one and dones and they've not done it. I mean, Samaro Samuels was the USA Today National Player of the Year. He was a top ten recruit. He played two years and didn't get drafted after his sophomore year. So, I mean, there's there's an argument to be made for Kenny Payne. But even if you wanted, the, even his UK days he didn't get one and dones. No, it, it was yeah. It was I mean, if you wanted to say, you know, where do you think Mbako could have the most college success in, in his first season? You can certainly bring up Patino, and you know they're building a roster there. And uh, Louisville, we still don't know what Kenny Payne's capable of at this point. But the limited sample size is not good. Um, but I, I don't think it's. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say it's not that cut and dry. I'll take up for Kenny Payne a little bit there. How about that? Sebastian Telber was a none and done. Made a lot of those. Jeremy Tyler, Dante Smith, James Lang. Texas says uh, the law. Not exactly feeling warm and fuzzy about. Uh, uh, Abbas as it's drawn on. I, the only thing that makes me feel kind of good about that is Ole Miss is they're really recruiting heavily. The John Hughley kid from uh, from Pittsburgh, remember him? Oh yeah, big guy, big body guy in the middle. Played he had, one Mal- game last year and then got hurt. Yeah, Malik, he and Malik Williams went at it a bunch. Mm-hmm. They got into a bunch of fights. He's got the same body type and he plays the same way that I think. Uh, I, I can never say his name right. Abbas, Abbas, uh, the same way Churchill plays. If they were going that hard after Hughley. And felt like they were getting Churchill. I, I can't imagine who's they again. Ole Miss. Oh, okay. So I, I mean, we'll see. I just, yeah. I, I'm more worried about Ole Miss taking Perry than I would be Churchill. Yeah, Tyler Perry. We're not hearing anything there. That makes me a little bit nervous. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back five o'clock hour. 
Uh, we'll talk a little Cardinal baseball. A couple other thoughts from the weekend that was. You guys have blown up the text line. We'll have to get to as many of these, of these as we can in the 5 o'clock hour. Keep it locked right here. More Weather for Show is next here on 1450 The Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. A little breaking news. I mentioned we had the question on uh, Friday on the text line. We get the people always make the joke about guards, guards, guard update. And then someone on, on Friday was like, guards, women's update. We're we getting anybody soon. And I said the, the name that's out there is Kiki Jefferson from James Madison. She is just now, during the break, committed. Kiki, going to be a cardinal. Louisville continued to load up. I also saw that we saw Henny Van Scheik, the player who was announced last week, it was committed. She became official today. Jeff Wallace was tweeting that out. Um, but Kiki Jefferson comes over from James Madison, high scoring guard. Uh, she played there for what? I guess. She is guard kind of more. She's six one. Six so one. That's kind of that can be borderline small power forward maybe. More. She's more. She's a ball dominant guard. She, okay. She's going to play on. She was the MVP of the Sun Belt tournament. This past year, after averaging 18.7 points, uh, also 5.3 rebounds per contest, was 9 of 12 from 3 in those games. Uh, Multiple-time first-team all-sunbelt performer, scored 20-plus points in 16 games last season, highlighted by a pair of 30-point performance, 30 performances uh, against North Carolina and Old Dominion. So she plays well against big teams. She's a great outside shooter. Outside shooting was an issue for this team last year. Kiki Jefferson will help that. So Jeff Waltz continuing to build out that roster. Still a solid amount of open spots. Um, more names are hitting the portal, left and right. Uh, plenty of options out there for Walls and company. I saw that just actually during the break, while we're landing Kiki Jefferson, we got uh, the the player for NC State, whose name now is escaping me, Diamonds Evans, uh, who's so good for them. Diamond Johnson is in the transfer portal. 12.3 points per game last year, 3.5 assists per game last year. She's been in the portal before. Um, hey, we love taking ACC transfers. We do. Why not take another one? Uh, we've talked about uh, L. Ellis, speaking of transfers, going to Arkansas. We've talked about um, Jalen Hurts getting a new contract, how it might affect Lamar Jackson. You guys have had plenty of questions on the text line. Uh, we have not talked about the UofL baseball team over the weekend hosting number 2 Wake Forest dropping two out of three games, managing to avoid the sweep with a nice win on Sunday. But listening a little bit to Sean Moth and his radio broadcast, seeing some of the highlights, watching 
Um, I don't know why we can't get the games on TV. Number 10 versus number 2. How can we not get that on the AC network? I turned it on. It was like the Virginia spring game being repeated for a third time. <laughs> like, come on. Good Lord. But it just it sounded to me. If Coach K was out there, they'd show it on there. Just, yeah, Coach, the class that saved Coach K. Once the baseball again, game that Coach K enjoyed. For a millionth time. <laughs> um, it sounds to me like Wake Forest, at this point in the season, just kind of better than us. Like they've got. I mean, Sean Moss said when we had him on the show on, on Thursday, this Wake Forest team is terrifying. They've got three really good starting pitchers. They've got four bats that are like MLB caliber at some point in their career. And it showed. I mean, I listened to it. it you're feeling kind of good about things on Friday night, and then all of a sudden, boom, they've hit six home runs, and they're just they're destroying you. And then on uh, Saturday, they do it with the arms. They shut Louisville out in a 3 nothing win. And then, thankfully, uh, Carson Lick has been really good for this team as the third starter on Sundays. He gave another good start, and the cards were able to get the bats going a little bit and eke out, not eke out, but but pull out at least one win over the weekend. But this it puts a significant dent in Louisville's chances of winning the Atlantic Division. Wake Forest now 14-3 and three in conference play. Uh, we have seven losses by comparison. So it, it, it's still five series to go. Still 15 games to play in conference play, for us at least. But you're up against them. That Wake Forest team, pretty damn impressive. They're number two in the country for a reason. But we're still good. We're still still plenty of time. Let's rack up some wins. Let's try to get a, a regional here and then maybe host a super regional. We'll Call see them. how they are in the clutch time when, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty and men become men. We'll see what we'll see what Wake Forest is really made of. We all know what Wake Forest is made of in the post. We know what they're in any sport. Paper mache. That's what they do. They fold like the nerds they are. It's just it, it's who they are. It's what they do. I gotta tumble like a like a like a jenga game. <laughs> Drink away their pain with Zimas and tucked in polos. Uh, it's, <laughs> Did still make Zima? I don't think so. I remember. My, <laughs> probably shouldn't say the story, but anyway. do it. This one isn't this Monday bad. for God's sake. This, is, this isn't this bad, but like my uncle, who has who hasn't had a drink in, in like I think want to say going on like almost eight years now, uh, but did have at one time somewhat of a minor drinking problem. Um, I never thought it was a problem. My aunt more than I did, but like so, but he would drink Zimas all the time because he would tell he would tell like young Charlie like it doesn't it doesn't smell in your breath. I remember being like, I don't know his name, but like. Why are you drink? Why are you drinking Zima? I was like, "Come on, Zima!" I remember like as like a fifteen year old kid. I'm like, "Zima, uncle." He's like, "Oh yeah, He's like you can you can doubt him. Your aunt won't smell them on my breath, and don't tell her I've been drinking them." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's how I was thinking Zima. I think it's just like, <laughs> what was the Seinfeld, the Hennigans, or whatever? You can drink it all day, and it won't smell. <laughs> I always pictured Zima. Um. Is there any other alcohol like that? I'm just curious. I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Not that I know. The, the text line is insanely – if I've gotten one theme, it's the pessimism over McKenzie and Baco. That I, like they're, they're, like they're, they're just like giving up hope? People thought that, that a commitment was going to come this weekend. And this is why I, I, I don't like – you'd think that we'd learn our lesson from doing this, but like <laughs> a lot of people – we're doing the whole, like, on, on uh, I think Friday night, the whole, like, insider thing where it was, like, I'm tweeting out, like, a, a good news gif. I, I'm tweeting out, like, ooh, good news is coming, but not saying anything. And, of course, everyone just assumed that they were all talking about Mackenzie and Buck. We did this, like, a million times over the last two years, and maybe 10% of the time something good ended up happening out of it. We've got to stop doing this. If you want to put it out there, just put it out there 
But for the love of God, stop getting everyone's hopes up because then when Mackenzie Mbako maybe wants to take a little bit of time to, to mull over his decision or his meeting with St. John's, people are going to freak out about that because I know you're, you just want to do the whole, like, I know something you don't know. And I know it's tempting. Trust me. I know it's tempting. But unless you know for like 100% fact that that news breaking is imminent, please don't do it. Because you just the whole fan base gets revved up. And then when nothing happens, people are like, oh, clearly something's awry here. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. We don't have any idea. But I just, I don't know. The sad thing is, like, nothing ever changes. Like, like you do the whole get riled up tweet, and then the kid commits elsewhere. And then, like, the next week, the same people are doing it again and getting the same people. Like, and everybody has goldfish brain. Like, we just don't remember that, like, maybe we shouldn't be getting that excited about stuff that we don't know what's going on, about this person saying good news is coming because they've been wrong a million times before. But I guess we're just going to keep doing it. I, I, I don't know what the holdup is with Mackenzie Baco. I do know he's meeting with Rick Pitino in St. John's today. But I don't know if this this gigantic wave of pessimism that I'm seeing from fans is justified here. But if he does go, this one will sting a lot more than some of the, the other losses we've had in recent months and in, in the last couple of years. Just more because than DJ? Maybe not that much, but this one will sting because it was kind of laid out there, again, accurately or not, it was laid out there both locally and nationally as like, this kid's probably going to go to Louisville. And if he doesn't go to Louisville, option two is the pros. If Rick Patino at St. John swoops in and takes him away, that's going to be difficult for a lot of people to stomach. Oh. Or if North Carolina swoops in and takes Just him anyone away. Anyone in general. Or anyone. It's going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty bad. Well, I do have some, uh, some breaking good news for you. I, I want to hear that. Unlike everything else they did this year, the Pacers have won their draft tiebreaker over the Wizards and on the seventh pick in the draft, at least in terms of chronological order of by record. I like that half the time when you do like good breaking news here, it's just something about you. It's just something that's good news specifically for you and nobody else listening. Hey, took all season, but the Pacers finally won something. You go, I do have some good news here. You're like, and then it's like some sh- obscure show from the 80s that you like is, is now available on Amazon Prime or something. Ooh, that would be nice. I'm like, ah. I, was I, was hoping, just, I want some recruiting news. We're sitting here down in the dumps over recruiting, and you're not. Well, these are the Pacers are going to draft a recruit. Okay. Thank you for that. Did you watch any of the NBA playoffs over the weekend, by the way? <laughs> no. People are, are raving about the games, how competitive they are, how fun they are, how great these playoffs have been so far through four days. Maybe one day they can actually watch basketball and then realize it's not. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't watch the NBA. I watch basketball. Come on. <laughs> the, get, the late games do start so late. I've heard, I heard Oh, bar- they are on the West Coast. I mean, they start late here, but they're like 7 o'clock there. No, they're not. They're like 9.30 there. Like the the late game the other night, because I heard Barkley ranting about these. Is like we want kids to go to the games. Kids can't stay up till midnight to be at, attend these games. I'm like, yeah. Well, what time did the game start Eastern time? The, oh, I guess the one been, game took off like eleven o'clock Eastern time. That would be uh, eight o'clock local time. Yeah. though. I mean that's that's prime time. Do that one on a Sunday? That is pretty late. It's tough. Sundays almost everything moves up ahead of time. I mean, yeah, usually you shouldn't have anything later that late on Sunday. Yeah. Who was that game? Was it was it Clippers game or something? Uh. I think so. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I mean, I know some of the scores. I saw, like, the Clippers beat the Suns. I saw the, the 
Like no, it was the Nuggets game because that was the big outcry because they're yeah it was the, they're not even the Nuggets, they're not even three hours or two hours right that yeah. was the, yeah that was the big outcry was it, it started like eleven o'clock East Coast time and like nine o'clock where they were yeah that's away. way too late to start on a Sunday even in, in even in the yeah, central especially in Central Time let alone West Coast five o two four one four fourteen fifty the Thornton text line Scoots did text in why and just said amazingly Trevor had the same take on the NBA he had this morning. Quote, it's not real basketball, so ignorant. Well, I mean, I'm He also sorry. wants you to clarify whether or not you went back to sleep after KRC. No. He'll be surprised up. by this. I stayed up, Scoots. I uh, was right there. You could have come over and hung out, at least for a little while, because I was only up for, because I had to go to the AAA, and I came and towed my car around 1130. So I was only up like two hours until I had to leave. But uh, no, I use the same same line because it's the same thing. I'm, I'm not changing my mind. He hates the NBA. I'm just, I don't hate that. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, you kind of do. I just, because I, I, I remember when it was actually fun to watch and actually like, enjoyable. Now it's just like, I might as well just see Justin Timberlake out there with Justin Bieber. And we used to chocolate. build things as a country. <laughs> <laughs> with no participation trophies. Well, I thought you were going with the pretty woman for a second when he talked about, we don't build anything around we here. We don't build anything. You know, I used to love Legos when I was a kid. We oh, used to be a proper country with proper sports leagues. I what played, the hell happened? I played Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light out of here. I did still see my favorite meme. I know it's probably been around, but someone sent me the uh, the meme, I guess, of Kid Rock shooting the cans. Oh, yeah. And the picture right below is Steve Martin from the jerk. He's like, he hates these cans. He hates these cans. I, love, I, was, I laughed so hard I almost beat myself on that one. That was a good time. I hadn't seen that, but that's good. Texas, from everything I've seen, Mbako hasn't visited here yet. The fact that he's visiting other places is a bit of a concern. Are you hearing anything about a potential visit? For the record, I still think he's most likely coming here. The visit stuff is, I mean, are we just, why is nobody coming here? We're, are we just waiting for the balloon glow? You know the weather's nice again, right? It's great here. Like I, I get like two weeks ago you didn't want to bring him here, but like now it's good. Like we keep getting all these kids that have us, I don't want to get Olajuwon to get with this kid. I know. We, we, all these kids that have us on their list are all these kids that say Louisville's been in the most contact with us. I mean, we had, was it Menafield or one of the players who had, like, threw himself out there, like, in a L graphic? Uh, it was, it was, Perry. No, it was Tyler Perry. Yeah. Who had himself, but he has not visited here. He's got actual pictures of himself in, in you know, Florida stuff, and he's going to visit Alabama. He did visit Alabama on Friday. He took an in-home visit from Chris Beard. Chris Beard visited him. I think Arkansas visited him in person too. And yet, yeah, we haven't. I mean, and we don't. I don't know if it's just happening. We're not hearing about it, but like we don't. We can't get any kids on campus. Have we had? Have we had any? I mean, not to my knowledge. Maybe they just like us so much they don't need to visit. I don't know. That's I mean, it. Scott Clark. Maybe did he visit? And I mean, I. I have to imagine he came here at some point. I mean, I mean he's, he's been doing nothing for like the last three months. Exactly. I, mean. like, I think he probably came to a game in February or something. I don't know because he was. You know, who am I forgetting? Who else is that? That's where all the transfer portal guy, right? Dennis Evans was like an, an immediate. Right when he decommitted, like he was going to come here. I don't know if he visited before that. Um, I don't know. I assume Davis is visited him. He's. I, can't, I was going to say he's only from Gary, but he was playing on the West Coast. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe he hasn't visited. I don't know. I mean. I'm assuming Flowers has been here, though, right? I mean, I, I don't know. We, we, I feel like we just don't hear these things. But <laughs> what is? I mean, I, I get we haven't been in the news for all the best things about our city, but I mean, we they're good parts, right? Yeah. Balloon glow. 
Bloom Glow. The chow. They're calling it the chow wagon the again. Chow wagon's sake. coming in. Yes. We got thunder. It's the greatest fireworks show in the history of man. Make it to the Lord. They show it on 4th of July to the troops overseas. That's how great it is. Yeah. That's a true story, by the way. Do they? Is it really? Yeah, they aired uh, They aired on 4th of July on the uh, military network. Well, that's cool. Yeah, kind of cool. I thought that, too. Yeah. Just don't show all the people peeing on people. <laughs> well, they, don't, they don't show the underbelly of thunder. We don't want to remind we want them. We want them to keep fighting for what's going over there. Not, not be like, well, screw this. <laughs> we had Matt McGavick on the show a couple weeks ago talking about how he saw a, a bat get stepped on at Thunder. A bat? He was trying to save it. Like a bat? Like a yeah. It was. It was. They were talking about all the bird deaths. I hate bats. I'm scared yeah. to death of bats. Matt was trying to save one. He's better than both of us. I, I, again, I don't know. I forget what stories I've, t- I've told you. This about the 90210 and the bat, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so my mom, my mom, oh, God. Well, I used to live over in Cherokee Park with my mom. Like when she first went to my grandma's house with me. It was in 1990, and moved over to like this carriage house in Cherokee, like over right off Cherokee Park by uh, Grinstead, over by Cave, Cave Hill Cemetery. Okay. And my mom would all, we'd always leave the windows open, you know, just for you know save on money, air and yada yada. I just remember one night my mom was like, "I swear something, I saw something fly across the room," and I remember thinking, "My mom, like, mom, you just hide, just just it's probably nothing." Yeah, ten year old Trevor's like, "Yeah, mom, put down the pipe. <laughs> it's all good. It's trust me, you didn't see anything." So, like, I don't know how days went on or whatever. And there's, like, a nasty thunderstorm one night. And we get home. We used to have this TV that you had to turn it on. And it took it 35 minutes to warm up. Okay. So, it, it would suck. Trust me. If you're, like, running late to get home for, like, a game, you can still watch the first 35 minutes. So, I remember getting home in such a panic because I wanted to see Nano 2 and was on that night. And I wanted to see, you know, what happened with Brenda and Dylan and company. And uh, don't judge me. And I got home and I, like, turned on. I'm watching it. And my mom just comes on the corner. And I'm all into the show. There was like this wool, like woven basket thing. Mom, she used to hang on the wall. Mom just stopped. She's like, don't move. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, 10 year old Trevor. I'm like, what's this? Don't move. I'm like, what is it? And I just look up and there's a bat hanging from this woven thing. Just like three inches from my freaking head. Scared. Oh I just God. scream. Well, yeah. I go run. I'm 10 years old. I mean, you've never seen a fat kid run this fast. I'm like, I'm bouncing through the hallway. Like, she's like, help me get... Then the thing starts flying around because I've woken it up. And like, my mom's freaking out. She's like, help me, Trevor. I'm like, you're on your own. I'm like, peace out. I run out of the apartment. Shut the door. There was an apartment across the hall from us that was empty because it had been and rented. I just ran in an empty apartment. Uh, people down the stairs from us, a uh, younger couple, they had to come up and, like, trying to catch it. And I just remember opening the door. Like, did y'all get it? And as I opened the door, this bat has come flying at me. I'm like, God! Ah, I slam the door again. It's terrifying. I hear the bat go plop right into the door. Oh, God. Oh, they eventually did catch it. I don't know if what they did with it. I don't care for all I care. They killed it. I, they got it out of my freaking house. <laughs> this day, I, just, I am scared to death of bats. There's a great video of an Irish, uh, old Irish guy oh. trying to catch a bat, and his like young son is narrating. That. He's like, catch it, Terry. Catch it. <laughs> You're tiring him out. Oh, he's making a mockery of your fool. It's it, one of the funniest videos. And then like, in the middle of it, he's like, he's like, Mom, you know help at all. She's like behind this glass watching, and then he's like, "Oh, the dog's pissing on the floor. Oh, dairy, catch the bat!" It's one of the funniest videos out there. I, it's they are the creepy. Catch him, dairy. Seeing those things as close as I did, I mean, I'm still traumatized. It's amazing. I like Louisville bat, the Louisville bat. No, I even though I still prefer the Redbirds. Texas just fly all these kids and their parents into Bowman Field, have them visit U of L at the Hurstbourne campus, take them to Top Golf, and then back to Bowman Field. 
That's a safe visit. I mean, we have Top Cop now, for God's sake. We get, we get balloon glows everywhere. We get bed races. <laughs> what would you say? We got what race? Bed races. Bed races. Yeah, it's Derby time. Don't we do the the the, the, the rubber duckies on the river too? Uh yeah. Then we do the rubber duck race. Kentucky too? Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Did you have rubber ducky when you were a kid? Oh yeah. I think I did too. I don't remember, but I think I did. Texas, I'm pretty sure Mike said on the show before that Evans and Flowers visited Louisville a couple weeks ago. They did. Dennis Evans, he visited right before he committed. Like right after he left his commitment. Okay. He he visited Sky Clark. I think they all visited that same time. Clark visited during the week. Evans and Flowers, I think, were here at the same time. And then we landed all of them. So should that make us even more nervous that we're not getting visits from these kids when the three guys that we actually got to come to campus ended up committing to us? And if we can get them here, we'll get them locked in, apparently. That's what I mean. Petrino used to always say that. Oh, we just got to get them on campus. Got to get them on campus to have a shot. I mean, it can't be that hard to convince a guy that just spent a year in, in Washington not to come here. You'd think. But... Texas says, Trevor's takes on the NBA makes me wonder where he was on January 6, 2021. <laughs> it took me a minute to get that. I was like, what do you mean? What, was that a playoff game? Your boy stays there. Says, I was like, is that, is that, is that, was that with the NBA final? What's, what the hell was that? It's a great NBA game. A classic <laughs> LeBron contest. <laughs> I completely forget. I was like, what are you talking about? Russell Westbrook. <laughs> uh, stays there says, uh, the players today are better than the ones from Trevor's youth. The athletes are more athletic and the shooters are better. My youth, you're older than me, say. <laughs> <laughs> My youth. Hey, and that's no cap, buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> He's older than me. Texas, proper sports. Old school NBA was fun because the players played with teams, tons of trash talk, but the most fun was the dirty thousand fights. I love good physical defense. You came into, you, I mean, I don't blame the players. The players are just embracing the, the style that the NBA wants them to do. I mean, God knows this is still better than the transition period that we had, which was called the Harden era. Just pull this out of my pocket. I'm, I'm, I don't even remember putting this in my that? pocket. It's a miniature Minnie Mouse book called Moo Are You with her in a calendar front. <laughs> that one was, I thought you were just happy to see me. Here. I could read, I, I know every word of that book by, by heart now. I, don't, I have no idea when that got in my pocket, but it's been there clearly for several hours. <laughs> Shout to Moo Are You. Uh, Texture says, Regardless, regarding the lack of recruits visiting campus, for God's sakes, we have the nicest facilities in the country that we have spent gobs of money on. Get these kids here. Agreed. We get. I mean, we have the. We're building a new dorm. For God's sake, we have private jets. Can we just send one to pick them up? We've got the new dorm. I mean, Denny Crum Hall is is, is open. I mean, we, we have state of the art facilities. What do we get, get these kids here? Bring them here. Take them to the Derby. Let them ride a horse. Somebody hey, did, I'm not not before me. Well, the recruits need to ride the horses. Can I take a horse across the four? Let call Riders up. We can let Mackenzie and Baco call Riders up. I mean, we, we said it last year. We'll let the kid win the Derby, for God's sakes, if he wants. Why not? Texas says, uh, TK, your movie trivia guy slash girl is working at Taco Bell today. Well, yeah, my, that's Taco Bell way home then. There you go. Wonder, more importantly, what is the uh, anniversary of? Wonder what he's giving out the facts for today. I don't know. Texas, do you agree with Dan Lebitar that Stephen A. and Skip Bayless ruined sports television? I don't know if it's them particularly, but that type of show, I can't stand it. There's a guy, and I can't remember his name. There, there was, there's a, there's, it isn't just them. There's actually, a, there was some producer at ESPN that like kind of started that whole anger hot take. Yeah, trend. I forget his name to say my, because I know he left ESPN and he went to ESPN. He went to Fox, and that's when Skip Bayless and them came over there. 
and he actually left Fox because of uh, he got caught up badly in the Me Too stuff. I really like, thought it was going to be like a. And then he a went. To, he went to WWE of all places. That, and that was the last right. I heard he was is at. But I can't. I, I thought this was going to be a, a fad. Like I, I dramatically underestimated the shelf life of these types of shows. I like, agree. Do, do you remember? Like it reminds me of the famous clip from like I was in college when Tucker Carlson used to have that show on CNN called Crossfire. Oh yeah. And then yeah. John Stewart like kind of like took him to task and was was like. You know, you're, you're screaming like this is this sucks like this is what's wrong and like the show ended up getting canceled basically because like that the interview was such an evisceration mm-hmm. and I I was like I thank God this. like this is done like like these like scream at each other political shows are done the scream at each other sports shows are done like let's 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 move on and here we are now twenty years later almost and they're both going very strong it's not stronger than ever and I, I every now and then I'll turn on ESPN during the day. Oh. And like I'm, I'm like, who's clearly people are watching this because I it, I'll go on Twitter and people are like, can you believe what Skip said? I'm like, that's he, that's the whole point of this show is just to get you to be tweeting about what he said. Like I wouldn't put PTI in that, that category. I, no, I wouldn't either. They, they they always debate reasonably and around the horn for the most, at least for the beginning of it. I haven't watched in a long time was was reasonable as well for the most part. Yeah, uh, it was more it had more of a, but yeah, once you started the whole. Yeah, I don't know about Dan Levitard. I don't know. I never really listened to a lot of Levitard. Well, Levitard is accusing. He, he, oh, he's okay. The one making the accusation that they ruined sports television. I mean, they, but, I mean, what they ruined? They just they did what people wanted to pay to see. Yeah, I mean, can you really I blame guess. them yeah, to a degree? If you got an I audience, mean, then there's something to be said for it. Yeah, I mean, they're getting. Yeah, the LeBron thing. James couldn't score twenty points per game in Kentucky's seventh region, and like, just like, oh, you know, like, can you believe what Rutherford said? Like, it's the easiest thing in the world. Oh, it's so it's it's lame, yeah. The get up shows. I mean, yeah, most of ESPN is like that too. Like, you have Ken, Kendrick Perkins is constantly trying to find something outlandish to say to make himself get trending, and it's just yeah, it's it's annoying. Texas would the five hundred two circle help pay uh, for a kidnapping service for Kenny Payne? <laughs> I mean, that's... we. T- <laughs> You're gonna love it here, I promise. Like, just get on the plane. <laughs> Texas says KP be golfing. Come on. I watched pictures of the five two kidnapping him, like in old school. They pull up in the parking lot. We'll have him back in an hour, I promise. You tell anybody we'll kill you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll have him back in an hour. We're just promise. kidding. We'll have him back. <laughs> We're just gonna show him the new keeper center. We're just gonna. We just got a recruit coming in. We need to prep him. <laughs> Texas, nobody cares about your breaking news, Trevor. Oh, come on. There's a pacer fan somewhere out there, buddy. Texas, two things. One, if you have to hide your alcohol consumption, it's usually not a good sign. I never said it was. Yeah. <laughs> you did say he was an alcoholic. He had, he, had, he had problems, unfortunately. Two, when they brought Zima back like seven years ago, I tried them for the first time since I was like 15 years old, and they were absolute dog turds. I even tried them with a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher and another with a cherry Jolly Rancher. Still straight garbage. Yeah, yeah, you got just add, bad. You got to add Jolly Ranchers to your liquor. You're drinking the wrong liquor. I remember seeing them like at grocery stores when I was a kid and thinking like, man, they look good. Like you know, it's clear. I'm sure that's that's tasty. I don't think I ever ended up drinking a Zima at any point. I mean, I I know I drink it. It's, I took probably drinks of it, but I just don't remember it being any good. Like I drank bad stuff. I don't think Zima was. I think Zima was also when I. Got in high school, Zima was already gone. Like nothing was worse than like you ever, you ever drink like the box of wine. 
Oh yeah, we had box wine races back in the day. Oh yeah, like my my again. Slap the bag. Same uncle had a box of wine. He would always kept hidden in the uh, in the fridge in the in the garage. And I like I would always just like drink out. I would drink a lot. I would drink get get a good buzz off of it because I mean, what's he gonna do? Like call me out? <laughs> it's like my mom told me she quit smoking cigarettes once, and I just kept stealing cigarettes from her. Or when I found out she smoked, and I would just take her. I would just snag bugs buds from her bag. Without her knowing, because like, I was like, "What's she gonna do? Accuse me of it?" And then find out, admit that she smokes too. Yeah, <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> Texas, all this vague tweeting isn't helped by the fact that your lead recruiting coach is tweeting out eating popcorn gifts and <laughs> spending time on the big four bridge with his family. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is. I tell you what, you get us the top recruiting class, then the family can see you. Till then, send them a postcard from wherever you're recruiting. The problem with the popcorn gifts and and the ones like it is like you just it could be anything like it could be a player in the portal that they feel good about it could be a, a signee being imminent like you just you don't know I mean yeah he he tweeted out that that Nolan tweeted out that gift on March thirty first that was the same day Dick, uh, Dickinson announces in the portal right right and we were all like ooh I think that's it or I mean there was remember we were like ooh it could be L Ellis coming or we had decided it was like probably Churchill Ab- uh, Abbas coming and it's been three weeks now for nothing so well I think we can eliminate being Ellis. Yeah, I think we, we crossed off option two because LLS responded to it. Like, I know. And we're like, well, surely there's something going on there. And like four days later, he's like, I'm in the portal. Has Hunter Names been linked to anybody? He had a, I know he had a uh, visit with UK, but he, that's probably not happening now with the Uganda kid coming back. I saw that, yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is a dude that can be impact player. He's a top player how in is, the portal. Yeah, how is he not being like, I'm seeing his name not rumored more often than I am. Well, I mean, Kansas has been a big rumor for him. Okay. Kentucky still has been a big rumor for him. Um, let's U- see. UCLA. Possibly. He is expected to visit Georgetown on Saturday, Maryland on Sunday, and then Kansas next Thursday. Okay. But yeah, he's still Kentucky. Still is apparently going hard after him. I mean, he's going for winning, winning of money, right? Money. I, I I'd be willing to bet he's going to go to Kansas. I would think he'd. I think winning would be a little bit over money because I feel he could. He's got an NBA chance. You think? I mean, he's got enough enough range on his shot to be a big stand outside big man, right? Maybe. I mean, what did he improve? I mean, he shot decent percentage from three last year. I thought I could be wrong. Texas says because of the show, me and a fellow listener took over the aux cord and played cowboy at a two year old's birthday this weekend. <laughs> we both laughed out loud while everyone else sat in confusion. Was it the clean version or the regular version? I don't know. The, I mean, the whole. The whole way, the reason this started was I brought up the conversation of, you know, what's the best song to play to kick off a surprise party? And I thought it was, I think it's Cowboy. You got to have something that comes right at you. Right. I mean, just somebody, well, the, not the best, but I think it's the funniest. Yeah. Is if somebody, like a 25-year-old walks into their 25th birthday party and just dead silent, all of a sudden it's just like, Cowboy. You're like, <laughs> it's like, that's the way to get a party going. What about We Built This City? Wouldn't that be a good one? That's a good one too. Like you walk in, we built it, this city. Basically, anything with isolated vocals at the beginning. Yeah, you need something to yeah, hit you right at the front. <laughs> Surprise! We built this, this city. That's a good one rock and roll. Yeah, play those two back to back. It's gonna be good. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll take as many of these texts. We're not probably gonna be able to get to the entire text line. Oh, uh, means I'll be texting tonight. Yeah, it means Trevor will do some work in the parking lot. But we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, we'll wrap up the show here on a Monday on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X.
Pizza box I you do play it a lot. No, I don't play it a lot. Yeah, you do. No, I just played one oh, week you, a couple weeks ago. You definitely play it a lot. No, I guarantee you, you the a, same like little dance, the same little harmony every time it comes on. I would I will bet you I haven't played this five times in, in the whole time we've been on the air. Yeah, five times sounds about right. It's been a while and it matches today's theme. I didn't know there was a theme. A lot all, of money. All about getting paid. Money. A lot of money. Hurts got paid today. Yeah. About getting paid. Now Jalen Hurts has got a million dollars. Now what's he going to do? Get Lamar Jackson some more money. He's going to buy himself a receiver. You know what he's going to do? Oh. He's going to purchase the Big X golf cart. Oh, yeah, baby. They are available yeah. for a limited time. We're talking six of the best courses in this area for just $25 a round. We're talking Park Mammoth, voted the number three best new course in America by Golf Digest last year. We're talking Old Capital. We're talking Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake, all these courses, just $25 a round. Get yours today by going to BigXSportsRadio.com or by calling 812-725-1457. Park Mammoth, hidden gem down there in Park City, not just ranked as the number three best new course in the nation by Golf Digest, but also named one of the best five golf courses in Kentucky overall by Golf.com. Again, BigXSportsRadio.com. Click on the golf card icon or call 812-725-1457. One four five seven. All right, we've got about fifteen minutes before we gotta get out of here. We have a lot of text to get to. We'll try to get to as many as we can. I'm sure we will get derailed. I'm sure we won't get to all of them, but we'll we'll do the best we can. Texture says, "Lexington Mall security would always roll around on segways. I only saw one take it outside, and he immediately wiped out." That sounds about right. I've been to Lexington Mall in like thirty years. I don't know if I've ever been to a Lexington. The Mall. last time I think I was at Fayetteville Mall was to see in the army now in theaters. I swear, I think that's the last time I was at Fayetteville Mall. Texas says, forget the uh, Walmart. Arkansas actually has Jerry Jones money. He's an alum. Is Jerry mm-hmm. Jones getting LLs? What if Jerry Jones is like breaking down LLs video in his spare time? <laughs> he's like, my God, this team sucks, but that kid's lightning quick off the bow. I bet he's bad. I think we should hire him to replace Dak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, the technical issues last week may have actually been a blessing in disguise. The stream hasn't randomly cut to commercials ever since. So thank you, Trevor. Uh, I hope you just didn't jinx it, by the way. He knew what he was doing the whole time. There's a method to my madness. Always. Texas says, sorry for the multiple texts today, but I have a question that can't wait or I'll forget. No ties, no 1A or 1B. Trevor, what's your all-time favorite movie? The only movie you could watch for the rest of your life. Please don't say Goonies or Red Dawn. You get this question a lot. First of all, where the hell did Red Dawn come from? I don't know. I've actually never seen Red Dawn. I've, I've, now, Goonies I do love. Now, d- does it change? Because your answer is forgetting Amy, right? Chasing. Chasing Amy. I always say it wrong. And, and that is probably my favorite movie. But and, would you be? The, is it the most rewatchable? Like, if you had one movie to watch for the rest not. of your life. No, probably not. It probably isn't in that list. And it's Chasing Amy mainly because I feel it's next to maybe just short, maybe above Dogma, but 
is probably Kevin Smith's best work. And Kevin Smith '90s is like I'm a big fanboy for, just mm-hmm. a homer, just giant homer for. Um, post '90s is a different story, but um, I mean, I don't know. I I do get this question, and I I'll tell you the same thing I've told a lot of people. I really can't name that answer. Like, I don't think there's really like one movie. I'm like, because sometimes if I'm in a mood for, I love dramas. I love comedies. I love actions. I love suspense. Um, I mean, just some movies that, you know, that are just nothing but dialogue. I'll, I'll love, but I mean, some movies I like that they'll have just, you know, stupid action scenes, you know, a Michael Bay like movie that I'll, I'll find entertaining. I mean, anything pretty much, but horror flicks. Yeah. I'm just not a big, and and the years don't matter. I, again, I watched a horror movie from 1962 earlier this weekend. I loved it. Culture. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta open. The K your... stands for culture. <laughs> if I was there to make a top ten, I don't even. I don't even know if I could do a top ten. That's how like much I love all different movies in different ways. Texas, all you guys talking about your kids. These kids sound like jerks. Why do people keep making these things? They're everywhere. And they ruin visits to the zoo for the target audience, which are 30-year-olds who just want to see the orangutans. Texter, I'm right there with you, buddy. You don't even go to the zoo. Maybe if there was less kids, I would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Texas Mike, AirServe is the best source for AC needs in the region. Trevor, AirServe won't bang your mom like other air services. <laughs> Come on. Is that my mom banger? I don't know if it's the same. Mom, I think mom's about to go be out in the car. She might be listening now. Come on. Texas says, apparently NC State transfer Jack Clark is going to choose Arkansas, too. I saw that he had Arkansas in his final four. The guy that played at St. Louis Cardinals? Yes. Now plays NC State basketball and might be transferring to Arkansas. Power hitter from the 80s? I saw that he had Arkansas in his final four, but I just kind of assumed that <laughs> it wouldn't be Arkansas. Now, he's a forward. He's not a guard. But he's choosing between Arkansas, Xavier, Clemson, and Villanova. How many scholarships do these guys have? I just... Do we need to go over their roster instead gotta, of ours? Got to be a limit at some point. I'm more fascinated. They did by lose a lot of people from last year. They did, but still, like they've they've got nine newcomers already. <laughs> I mean, they, are you being are you, are you exaggerating? No, they've got five transfers and four incoming uh, players. Like they've got nine transfers, nine guys already. I mean, they lost what one, two, three. Jordan Walsh, did he, did he leave or did he come back? I believe he's coming back. The Bastille kid's coming back. We don't know what's happening with with Devin Davis, Devo Davis. Um, but I don't know. Brazil's coming back. Brazil's right. coming. Yeah, Brazil. He was injured all last year, though. He was. Yeah, he only played like two games. Surely to God, they've got to be coming up at the finish line. Those are the, those guys are both forwards, though. So they are yeah. lacking guards. I mean, well, they got five in the portal, so they should be good. good I think like four, four of their top five minutes played last year were by guards. I mean, Texas getting, says, but I mean, Black and Smith were also yeah. bigger guards too. Texture says Ben Stiller's character is very similar in heavyweights and dodgeball. You know, once I, the once we moved on from that, I started thinking that could be the connection. Well, hold on. The, the person who, who he's, he's, he's explained it. So somebody said, earlier in the show said, based on actors and story, Mighty Ducks, heavyweight and dodgeball oddly works as a trilogy. And we both agreed we needed a little bit more explanation. No. He says the main characters, Keenan Thompson and Goldberg and heavyweights, were both in Mighty Ducks. Ben Stiller's uh, Tony Perkis character gets kicked out as an owner of a camp, oh, oh, gets disheveled and changes identity and bought Globo Gym in Dodgeball. Keenan Thompson isn't in, in Mighty Ducks, though. He's in the second one. Yeah, that's, that's again, you can't confuse the two movies. They're, Agreed. Yeah, it was it was Jesse, it was the, the 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 fake guy in Chicago and his brother, I forget his name, the Jesse brothers. Jesse Hall. Jesse Hall, yeah. This is what I'm my overtime's paying for. See my kids take dives. <laughs> and then Jesse was good enough to make it into the 
Yeah, Jesse Mahan. The yeah. American team. Now, he's also the Terry one. Terry was not. Ter- now, Jesse was the one that was also the pitcher in Sandlot, right? Or was that Terry? See, I always get those two mixed up. I don't. I can't remember. Jesse, one of, one get, of the brothers ended up being the pitcher in Sandlot. Well, he also is that Jesse Smollett who, like, faked. Yeah, the other. Yeah, and the, one of them was the pitcher in, in Sandlot, and the other was Jesse Smollett, the fake Chicago guy. Yeah. Who was, I think, in Glee or something, maybe, too? Jesse's the one in Sandlot. Jesse is the better one. Okay. So, okay. He was in the both. I could, I always, I always forget. I can't remember. Terry was the. So, yeah, you've lost your Keenan thing. You have your Goldberg. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but I, I guess I do get the Tony Perkins maybe from, from. It's a stretch. That's extra. I love where your head is. I, more, I love the creativity. I love diving into this. It's a stretch. That's more Ben Stiller just playing a, a role that he just is good at playing and just kind of doing a shtick. Texas says, imagine if we had a full staff that actually recruited and not just Nolan Smith. Well, Jameson's recruiting, right? What is Josh Jameson doing? I don't know. I, just, I tell myself he recruits to make myself feel better for him being on the staff. Danny Manning has uh, Corn Davis. He, that was his guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. He's put all his chips in on Davis. We'll see how that works. Well, he had to do something when he realized his X and O expertise wasn't helping. <laughs> like you got you got to give us something, Danny. Hey, I got a kid I've been holding back on. This is my ace in the hole. Don't you love Manning's like only coaching Davis during practice. Just doesn't care about any of the other players. Just fully focused on making Curran Davis good. Hey, Coach Manning, do you think I should just shut up? This is Cron's time. We're gonna get more shots for Corn. Corn. Is it Cron or Corn? I think they said it was Corn on the release. That's a good. How did they say it? It was in writing. But they have pronunciation. Oh, okay. Yeah. It said pronounced Cora. I mean, does it matter if I'm going to mispronounce everyone's name anyway? Exactly. I might as well add him to the list. Texas, Arkansas is going to look like 05, 06 Villanova starting four guards. Maybe. That was the Alan Ray team. And yeah. Company, yeah. Texas says, Levich left Monk wide open on that last play. I was stunned that shot did go in. Never forget that David Levich hold, held Malik Monk to uh, 0 of 3 shooting on five possessions where he was guarding him. He was wide open on that three attempt, though. Well, he missed it. Uh, he did. Based, David knew just how much space to give him. What did you want David to do? Foul him like 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 Cisco did in uh, against Memphis. If David were on the Warriors right now, they'd be leading that series. <laughs> he's a defensive stopper. Clearly, he's he's the anti Monk. Texas has really just been a down year for the sport for recruiting guards. I don't think there have been any top tier guards this year. KP really wanted. We're playing three D chess for next year. Wow, you are doing everything you can to convince yourself, buddy. I'm good with that. More power to you. Have, we're all trying to get through this period as, as best we can. It wasn't that, it wasn't that I, I lacked sex appeal. It's just the girls were just, they were looking for something different. Texas says, has Payne gotten any recruits since his Africa trip? I'm pretty sure everyone who committed, committed before. Yeah, I mean, the Africa trip was just last week when it yeah. wrapped up. But yeah, all of our... All of our commits for this offseason came during that those first uh, 10 days after the season was over. Um, would you do a safari in Africa? Yeah, I'd love to. I don't know if I would do that. I feel like I'd just get into being like lion bait. It's a risk. <laughs> you say it's a risk you're willing to take. I said it's a risk. <laughs> I think what everyone wants to know from the last couple of hours uh, is that Zima was discontinued in 2008. There it is. Oh, it was? So I guess it was still around when I was in high school. I just... Maybe it just was had fallen out of favor. I never uh, saw it. I mean, my story was based circa like 94, 93. Something like that, so. Texas says, recruiting to McKenzie and Baco. Hey, kid, you ever raced a bed? <laughs> it's, a, 
It's an odd pickup line. Just get him on campus. I'm going to use that line at bars. <laughs> hey, hey, sweetheart, you ever race to bed? Come to my city. <laughs> no, I didn't say a race in bed. I'm going to win that. Uh, <laughs> Texture says, uh, Stephen A. Smith gets on my last nerve, but his take on Anthony Davis hurting his arm was golden. I didn't see it. I mean, it's Stephen A. Smith. He yells a lot. He does. Stephen A. is like he's yelling at me, but he he's does. good in other venues though. When he when he's not like playing, and that's kind of what annoys me is like you get the sense that all a lot of these guys are just playing characters. Like you'll get him on another channel, and he'll be talking about something very serious, and he's speaking normally, and ele- and like he's really good. And I'm like, you're not. You well, don't have to do this. You see the same thing with like Skip Bass when you see him like yeah. thirty thirties when he's yeah. talking about like his old Dallas reporting days, and he sounds normal. Yeah, like he's reasonable almost. Shannon Sharp never was. He's always been over the top like that, though. Texas says, did you watch the 60 Minutes on the AI stuff? I caught part of it. It's terrifying. We don't have to do this, guys. Like AIs and Allen Iverson or AIs and artificial, artificial intelligence? intelligence. Okay. Like the, the soccer robots that have been training, they're like creating new techniques on their own and getting better on their own. All this That's stuff. the thing I'm supposed to get stoned and have a conversation with, right? The chat bot. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. You, you never did that. I'll get around to it. Texas I've had to catch a bat in my basement twice. Ugh. The way a bat looks ten times its actual size while flying is mind blowing. It is not they get they get so small when they're like the oh they're, they're scary as I mean no I'm I no bats just give me the heebie jeebies. Texas says slap the bag mixed with uh, bourbon and cokes caused me to see forty four people in the field of the, in the first half of the Louisville Auburn game in Atlanta a few years back. What did he do? Did, why he got just drunk or something? Playing slap the bag with bourbon and cokes is not. Yeah, that's not slap the bag. But slap the bag. It's box wine. Oh, is that what that drinking game? Yeah, I didn't know that was. I didn't know. I never heard of that. Okay. Texas, the stream just got to commercial. No, it didn't. <laughs> probably they're probably telling you something. <laughs> Your boy say said uh, Godfather's this movie without a doubt, but Trevor will probably say Chasing Amy. He did. Godfather was one of those movies I thought I never liked, especially because I tried to watch it when I was like a teenager. And I did eventually, for my man David Yates, I I watched Godfather 1 and 2 and most of 3 all back to back. I don't don't dislike Godfather. I just, it doesn't do it. It it doesn't move my my needle. Like, I'd rather watch Goodfellas. I like them both. I'm not going to hate you for that opinion. Yeah. I just, it just, yeah, it just didn't do it. It just, uh, I think it's the mob thing. I'm not a big, I, like, I don't hate mob stuff. Like, say our listener out there, he loves mob stuff. He's always like, you should watch this. It's all the mom. Like, dude, you are obsessed with mob stuff. It, it doesn't do it for me like it does for you. And therefore, you should know, know that when you're giving. Like, when I'm suggesting a movie to you, I know whether, it, just it, I may love it, but I know you may or may not love it. I know you enough to know what you yeah. may or may not like. Texas, the main kid in heavyweights, was also a mighty duck. He was. He was a carp. The, the kid who like he gets it gets like the concussion at the beginning of the movie. Right? Oh yeah, how many fingers? Well, no, something he knows. Yeah, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Oh hell, I, that's crazy. I never even put two and two together on that one. Texas, can we go ahead for its and giggles and just go ahead and talk about a new coach big board? No, we can't talk about a new coach big board in April. <laughs> <laughs> at five months, we have seven months before the season even starts. I mean, right now, ways recruiting. I say Muslim. <laughs> Stop. We're not doing this. Texas, uh, Mike, we forgot to mention you went undefeated in your p- uh, play-in picks. I did. I got all six of the you play-in are, games I'm right. 6 and you're 6 and I. <laughs> no, we, we had one of the same picks in, in the uh, on in the last games. No, you even got the the two on Friday. I got. You. I know. I thought we had. I thought we ended up having one of the same. No, no, I went because I, I remember I made fun of Minnesota for never being clutch, and they won, and you picked them. 
Yes. And the other one, I can't remember who it was, but I, oh, I picked Chicago. I was like, I'm taking the cream. The oh, you did. And Chicago got beat. I am 0 for 6, and you are 6 and 0. 6 and 0 in the playing game. This is not even, I mean, it's like. Don't doubt me. I'm not even trying to be bad. NBA expert. That show with Master P just up my NBA knowledge immensely. <laughs> now I just can't miss anything. That was, that was a good segment with y'all talking NBA. <laughs> and then you tried to, like, the next day on the radio, you tried to, like, talk about your NBA knowledge. You're like, you guys told me this. I was like, Trevor, you don't even like the NBA. I don't. Uh, we do have two NBA games. I tonight. do know its history, though, pretty well. You're you're very good when it comes to like the '80s and, and '70s and stuff. Nineties and two thousands, even though two thousands wasn't good basketball, it was NBA low point. But, but still. today you just you're off it. Yeah, I have trouble remembering where people are. I still, I mean, yeah. you hate it. Yeah, it's rightfully so. It sucks. Uh, two NBA games tonight, but we're gonna pick this game. The Red Hot Rays are in Cincinnati tonight. Rays fourteen and two. And why are they why do they have two losses? They lost to the Jays twice. Yeah, baby. Taking on the six and nine, they not thought nice. They come to Canada and we sent them home without penicillin. Taking on the six and nine Reds uh, tonight at six forty. Hunter Green on the hill for the Reds. Ooh, I got Hunter Green in my lineup. Beaks on the hill for the uh, the Rays. TK, who you got here? Hunter Green pitches well, but Tampa Bay comes back and wins and uh, scoring three in the eighth to win the game uh, by four. I would say the Rays win handily tonight. You think they win handily? I say seven two Rays. Hope I'm wrong. We get play inter squad. Do we play you all this year then? In Toronto? I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know. I haven't seen the. Probably we, not because we played you last year. I was gonna say we did. We played each other at least twice in the last three or four years too. Uh, real quick, uh, game two, game one was so entertaining between the the, the Warriors and the Kings. Uh, who you got tonight? Golden State is a two point road favorite. It was so entertaining. They figured they'd have a second one. Uh, I'm going Warriors on revenge tonight. And the Kings win again. And the Kings. Now, are you just doing this to go opposite? No, I'm not. Yeah, I, okay. I really was about to pick the Kings. I okay. think the Warriors are, are going to win this series, but I think the Kings get off to a two and zero start. Come on, I'm going to say. I mean, I got, I got to get off this kid. You're picking the favorite. Should be good for you. I mean, is there any other games tonight? Uh, Net 76ers at seven thirty on TNT. Sixers are a ten point favorite. I mean, come on, give me. I get Sixers, right? Yeah, I'll take. We're both taking Sixers. I'll take a Sixers. That's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. And that's the day anybody on the roster left. I thought they traded everybody. Miles Bridges. All right, we've got. Uh, I'm out tomorrow. We'll have Rashawn Myers in. Everyone have a fantastic Monday night, and then listen to Rashawn and TK tomorrow at three o'clock. If I had a million dollars, I would start Go up there and, and hang out. Like open the fridge and stuff. And there are all these foods.